Uh, yeah, straightforward. Thanks, Windows Security, for doing a sweep right now. Piece of shit. Well, at least they do it. I guess. It looks like you're trying to do a podcast. Would you like some? <laughs> Would you like us to disable all USB ports? <laughs> Thanks, Clippy. <laughs> yeah. Dick. <laughs> all right. Let's start to get this shit going so Dale can go to bed. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. Uh, episode 83, boys. Woo-hoo. We're getting there. We're getting there. Dad's yeah, right. halfway there. Halfway? Don't yeah. you say that like every three or four, every third or fourth yes, episode? Every well, one episode. time he's going to be right, Pre- impressing So, right, yeah. There you go. I probably needed to happen like thirty episodes ago. <laughs> Everyone's oh shit. Do the math quick. <laughs> I'm Rick. Uh, say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Uh, agenda. Uh, yeah. Say hi, Pat. Say hi, agenda. <laughs> hi, agenda. <laughs> say hi, agenda. <laughs> hi, Clippy. <laughs> Pat, say hi. Hi. This is your this is your sur- this is your survey episode, right? Your survey episode? Yeah. Clippy will be happy to take a survey so you oh, can get some sure. feedback while Windows sure. updates in the back in the near future. <laughs> Thanks, Clippy. I think my I think my computer's done scanning. Uh, say hi, Dale. Hoy, hoy, hoy. All right. Uh, we're gonna talk some rules. Uh, Jeff went to an event. Pat ran an event. They might be the same event. And we'll talk. Uh, look over some of those lists. I know one of them did pretty well, from what I saw. Anyway, uh, let's let's start with hobby like we always do. Um, Jeff, you're first on the list. What have you well, done for hobby this well, month? Shit, uh, uh, you did not read the agenda. Yeah, right. That's what I get for that. Um, let's see. Well, I played in the tournament, so I needed to uh, make sure all my stuff was spruced up and looked good enough, which I did. I had to print a few extra models, and then. Uh, I kind of use some stand-ins for like artillery crews and mortar crews that are just dudes with rifles and I figured if they did good enough in this tournament maybe I'd print actual models to crew those weapons like that are supposed to be there to crew the weapons so nice that is something I am well just did right now so did you was it um, resin print or yes this is all resin print yeah nice okay yeah, no but, looking back yeah this 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 particular army uh, the kind of the shtick I have with it is everything's 3d printed um, and since I can do them all resin now, I, I've just done them all resin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if I, it, it's actually really nice cause like you're sitting around you're like, oh man, I need an artillery crew. And it's like, click, 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 print. So I kind of dig that. It's, I don't have to go track down models from stores sometimes. Instead of scrolling through several different websites to find something. Well, right. Scrolling through websites and seeing if they've got it in stock and you're like, oh, I like this model from this kit, but I don't like the other two with it. And I don't want to spend $30 on the artillery piece I don't need. So, you know. Say love you. It's the old days where you used to have to green stuff and kit bash stuff, you know. And these days, if you have a mixer program, you just throw it in there and you cut, paste, and slide stuff around. You get good at it. You can do pretty much whatever you want to. That's a brave new world. It is. It's it's something else. So, and our modeling companies are still still in business. 
And they are, and they and they should be. I mean, this three D printing is even. I think even when it becomes easy, I mean, as easy as I think it can possibly be, I still don't think it's going to be worth the time for everybody. I think there will be a, a substantial subset, subset of hobby players who would still buy professional quality models from a company, just because then you. I like the freedom to be able to pick and ma- mix and match and make my own dudes, right? Sure, but. You know, the detail, what you can do with detail with professional molds is still better. Like, just the sculpts themselves. I mean, these aren't bad by any stretch of the imagination, but I still think professional are better. True. Um, and, you know, who wants, not everybody has the room for a 3D printer at the time and hassle to deal with it. Right? I mean, it's a whole ass, another hobby and rabbit hole you have to fall down. Whereas you could just go to the store and buy 30 dudes and, you know. Yeah, $800 printer can buy you a lot of guys. It can buy you a shiitake load of guys. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I I don't think 3D printing is going to kill the hobby. I think it's going to gap fill the hobby. And so I think it's going to be positive for the hobby. Yeah. I think it's nice in the sense that, you know, I've got the same three poses that the next three guys and all the tables next to me have. It's like, oh. But with yours, you know, the different, entirely different. So. Until everyone gets those same STL file. Yeah, well, I was going to say within yeah. reason, yeah. 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 Again, it's, you know, it's, it's, can happen. That, is that anything. like the game recognizes game? You're like, hey, you got a 3D printed bottle too. Very nice. <laughs> it's, yep. it's all the Spider Man's pointing at each other. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I, I just explained a meme on a podcast. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> I win, I win the internet. You win all right. the internet too. All right. That's all. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, we've hit this the episode is internet, over. Everyone. Thank you very much. We've, We've officially done radio. All right. Um, yeah, I was going to say about that is I actually was shopping for old school metal models like mm-hmm. this month from a standpoint, like I want more poses and like the, there's nothing wrong with the warlord sprues, but I also love the weight like that. The heft, heft of a metal model. Yeah. yeah. This is like cringing Dale, but I, I had the most enjoyment painting my Soviet army and I'm painting these dang, these darn Indian dudes. And, uh, they're not nearly as fun because they're super light and like, you can like accidentally launch them across the table. I don't know. just feels different. That's, that's why I like <laughs> to weight the bases. Yeah. Even weighting the bases isn't enough compared to a metal model. Yeah. Or, that, you know, yeah. maybe lay off the steroids and <laughs> stop bulking up so much. <laughs> Oops! Oh, there it goes across oh, the room. Finger game too strong. <laughs> Learning stuff from your kids, there, Rick. Yes, for sure. Um, I, what can I say? I got strong hands. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Play guitar, is. so I guess that works. I, yeah. I, I mean, it's not so much. I'm. I'm also slightly clumsy, so it's like it's not all about just like. It, sometimes it's just like you bump them and stuff. They just move easier. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like resin's light, and so is like the extruded plastic stuff so like i'd rather i don't know there's something about that particular army because there's a ton of poses in it like i had a, a lot of variety of, of models which made me very happy mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was your like, soviets yeah it was my soviet army like right no unit had two models that were the same that's cool that's right? pretty nice yeah so yeah like you you had like there was definitely like repeated dudes but not that many of them it just looked i don't know it looked nice anyway there's a there is a there is still a spot for those kinds of things. Absolutely, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yep. No. No. Anything else are you working on, Jeff? Or are you just playing the tournament? Uh, that's that's most of it. Got stuff ready for tournament. Played in the tournament. Uh, have you? What, what's up? Have you painted that one model yet? No. I okay. Have not. 
we're alluding uh, to things in the future. Uh, yes, I will be watch. I have to. I watch a movie like five or six times so I get everything right. It's very important to be movie nice. editing, you know. Yeah, for well, for sure. So, <coughs> and I just haven't gotten around to watching the movie yet because I've been doing other stuff. Fair enough. So, but yeah, so that's that's. Uh, I think that's about everything. I, I I did buy some more D six dice after the tournament too. I had. Uh, this is no knock to the uh, Renegade where we do our snafu. They were selling just D six like when I was there, branded. Their D six with they kind of like look like cows, like sort of black and white with red spots. And I was like, "Oh, these are really easy." When I'm rolling them at my downstairs, I'm like, "These are super easy to read." I'm going to bring these to the tournament so they're super clear and easy to read. Second, I got under those bright lights in the hall, and I was like, "I can't fucking read these." <laughs> oh no! And I was like, "Oh, this sucks." Because like you really lean it. There's nothing worse than like you roll the dice and you got to lean and look from like five different angles to catch it without the glare of the fluorescence above you. Uh, yeah, to that's read not what good your dice say, and I'm like, "Okay, that's." That's rough for your opponent as well. Exactly, exactly. It's like, we're done with this. I went online. I found just some really, I mean, order-diced size D6 that are just a blue with white pips. Yeah. Very good nice. contrast. Yep. Good contrast, easy to see in any lighting. Foot, that's what we're going with, so. Nice. Yeah, but they all, as long as they have the same numbers, 1 through 5, or 1 through 6. Yes, I do check that. <laughs> well, Wait a one minute. through five, and then a, then a, an emblem or something. I hate people who put the have the logo on the one. It gets so confusing. Well, just make sure that all your dice have the same thing. Yeah, the tournaments were like, oh, that was a one. Like what? Yeah. No, it's, that one's a six. No, we're not going to play that game. Yeah. I, for the I, record, the correct way is is for the emblem to be the six. Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah. All you dice designers out there, that is the correct way to do it. If you do it the other way. You're, you're savage. Stop. You're a naughty person. Just, just stop. Yeah. Time to stop. Know your place. Anyway, so that's all my hobby. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm up next. I kind of talked about mine a little bit. Uh, still kind of chugging away in Indian dudes. It's summer in Minnesota, so false summer. I don't know what it is. Is it spring or is it summer? I don't even know what it is now. Well, Today's I, felt like summer. Golf season starts next week, so I'm calling there it late go. spring. Late spring, sure. I 75 and sunny with, you know, our trees are all sprouting green. So I, I've been spending more time outside than I probably have at, at the six months. Yeah. You've got to soak up that, soak it up while you can, which means I've not been doing as much hobbying. So, uh, well, you can do that when the sun goes down. I got to take care of kids and other stuff. I just lots of, lots of stuff. I got baseball and sports and all those usually done while the sun's s- out. Sleep. Most part. Yeah, fair, fair. That's a good point. Although I'm I'm the coach, so now I have like responsibility about emailing people. Oh, I thought you had to like scout the other teams and no, watch, gosh, watch, no. watch yeah, video yeah. and uh, no. see see what all the players' tendencies are, so you no. know how to set the team in front of them. No, and like and TV shows don't watch themselves either. So there's that too. Yeah, they don't. So, Rick yeah. is playing money T-ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Need to take more walks. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, not not a thing. Uh, anyway, so so yeah, it's kind of like our run to correct base percentage is thirty percent. We got to up that. <laughs> just scout, that scouting like kids. <laughs> Definitely scouting kids. I mean, it is funny. They they the this is totally tangenting, but whatever. Uh, we had we have one practice at the beginning of the season, and then you play you just play t ball for the rest of it because my kids are that age. But the the primary purpose of that one that one practice is to scout your own team so you understand who can catch a ball and who can't so like you know to stand next to the kid that's 
you know, standing at first base and you get pelted with a ball if someone, you know, throws it at them. Throws it at them. They yeah. Just, so, like, you have rather to, like, than catch it, they yeah. duck out of the way. And well, you, you, just, you gotta guard, you just gotta guard that guy so that he doesn't, you know, take one in the face. It's kind of a, that was hilarious. I, I don't know. The things you learn about things I've never done before. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. And so I've been doing, I guess I was shopping. I was shopping because I was kind of ADDing on these, uh, these British dudes. And just like, what's out there? Like, what's different? Like, I was trying to figure out what, what, like, if there were Romanians out there that were metal, because I was like, I'm not, I'm still not going to convert all those dudes. So many dudes. Um, <laughs> plus, there I like the metal models. I know, I know there are. There's not as many as I, this, the Soviet range that I found was like, was massive. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was like, Black Tree Studio, maybe? Like, and their range in every other, nation is like not nearly as big which is unfortunate so i mean it is what it is uh and then somebody announced something about another game that i was like oh i might get all add on that for a little bit too but not not a game that a workshop makes anyway yeah uh isn't doesn't great escape games don't they do some metal romanians great escape i think is one of them they kind of suffered from the what does Jeff call the, those faces? The melting oh, slore face. Slore face. There we go. It's, yeah, they were. Their faces were not the best. Like you, some of them looked great. Some of them were like, oh gosh, they're they look like they just looked at the covenant, uh, the Ark the of, Ark of the Covenant. covenant. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yep. So, um, just got to find the ones you're. Yeah, I got to. I'm picky. I'm, I'm kind of picky like that, but that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. This is totally new information, Rick. No, yeah. If you didn't know, I'm picky, guys. <laughs> well, it's important. To, it's important to know what you like, and then yeah. get that. You know, don't well, settle for something you're not going to be happy with. Yeah, he's going to say nobody wants to paint. <laughs> Want to paint? Uh, what the hell's the guy's name from uh, Goonies? Superman, dude. Uh, oh, my the God. guy that was chained up in the basement. He goes, "Hey, you guys, a lot." Yeah. Sloth? Is it sloth? Sloth. Sloth. It's sloth. Okay. All right, another weird reference. That one was a little less, a little more forced. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, that's my hobby. Pat, what are you up to these days? Uh, well, in the last month, I had to do some uh, last-minute layouts for some the tables for the tournament. So I ended up doing a dozen or so different train pieces um, just to fill out because I wanted to have a nice mix of open and dense uh, tables, which. Um, apparently it was some of the feedback that some of them were too dense, and I'm like, well, and some of them were, were too open. I said, yeah, that was kind of the intention. You, yeah. you got it. You have to have varying tables at a tournament. You can't, they can't all be static exact tables. Or Jesus, well, they, they, they could. That be? They well, could. I mean, you say that, but like I, I played in tournaments where they didn't have enough terrain. Well, or or go look at a go look at a 40k tournament. Yeah, and they 40K have like has the same like, five pieces of terrain. Yeah. What are you talking about? I got two coffee cans. I got an old shoebox <laughs> and uh, a roll of duct tape. Let's go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You walk through there and you're wondering if someone just forgot their, <laughs> forgot their Mountain Dew can on the uh, <laughs> on the table or if it's actually a terrain piece. Yeah, <laughs> you've cleaning, heard of, the cleaning you've crew heard cleans of, it up overnight. Oops. You've heard of drinking the paint water. Now you drank the terrain and. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so I, that's, I was flushing some of those out. Um, I also went down a strange rabbit hole. So I like oh. I like the water slide transfers, right? Mm-hmm. Those are kind of cool. They, they're a nice touch, uh, you know, get the right decal set on them, and they, they look really good. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I can make some of my own. 
Rick has all these awesome snafu leg labels that we've had over the years. Mm-hmm. Some are pretty freaking cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on trying to figure out the right recipe between my inkjet printer and the right paper to get to print off my own water slide transfers so I can have like a little snafu logo on some of my transport trucks and stuff when we go to World Open Water. Yeah, it'd be cool. a very handy thing to have if you could awesome. work out that magic. So Yeah. The yeah, one you showed, the one you showed, like actually, actually looked pretty good, though. I thought it looked good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, I think they can get a little crisper. It, it, some of the lines kind of bled a little bit when you really okay. stare at it. That and it, it kind of tore a little bit. So, I've, gotcha. and this is the first batch of paper I picked up was from uh, Hobby Lobby, and who knows how long that had been sitting on the shelf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, any probably as long as the stuff in the Amazon warehouse, to be honest. Well. Yeah. Maybe depending on yeah, or a different brand or something. I, you know, I got a, I got a couple different brands. Uh, I wonder if waiting longer after it's been printed. That was the other thing I think I wanted yeah. to do because I, I was so excited that it was like printed, dry, put the Mod Podge on it, dry, and then transfer down there. So I think maybe if I let it set a day in yeah. between those steps, that would help. Was the was doing the Mod Podge uh, something that you did on your own, or was that part of the instructions? That was part of the instructions okay. of the packaging. Right. So, oh, you modge podged over, probably to help after, set the after it's printed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're sealing it. Yep. Is that what's holding the the water slide together? Then no, that's what's holding the ink on the water slide. Right. So when they, when you use it in the water, that's probably right. That's probably what. Protects oh, it's the just ink. it's just sealing the ink against the yep. mm-hmm. against the water slide. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. So, yeah, got a couple more test things to run with that, and uh, hopefully we'll have plenty enough to hand off to the rest of you guys. <laughs> well, I mean, they come in I mean, eight, it, and a half, like eight and a half by 11 sheets, and, yeah. you know, they're not very big, so they're not going to take up a whole lot of room. I think it's a matter of getting the size just right for what, what I want to put on there because... I had the ruler open while I was sizing the the logos that Rick has, and then, and I thought they were right, but they came out either too small, too big, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe I just need to do a whole bunch of varying sizes, and then eventually I'll find the one that looks right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Makes sense. I got the space on the paper on the page to print it. So, uh, and then I did I tell you guys that I found some Gurkhas and shorts. I don't so think some, so. You found some oh really? Some, you did Eighth, Eighth Army Gurkhas. Where did you yeah. find those? Oh, uh, God, I don't remember the name of the company. Metal? That. That's really yeah, helpful. They're metal. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's awesome thing. Oh, really, I where? Oh, I don't remember. I, I found this, remember. but uh, I'm not going to. Where did you find it? I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to tell you. It's my secret. Uh, monster something monster? Not Cookie Monster. Do they look good? Uh, I haven't got them painted, but the models do look good. They've got, like, four... So they've got like an A and a B, and they're like four packs. And then there's like, uh, um, so they got the guys with rifles. They got the guys with the little, little sticks there, the little knives that they have. Name is totally blanking at the moment. You can hear people screaming at it. They're they're their special. They're special knives. Those, yeah. Kakuri? No, that's not right. It's something like something to that effect. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, and then they've also got a command squad of like four or five guys, and so I figured I'll use the command guy guys for like NCOs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and put them together with the rest of my, which is now going to be Eighth Army 
paint theme. I don't think there's going to be an Eighth Army army anymore, but <laughs> we'll maybe get to that later because because uh, Jeff. I was just going to say because of Jeff. Because Jeff. Uh oh. We'll we'll talk about it later. No, it's it's a good thing, and I wholeheartedly agree with your choice on it, and I think it's fantastic, and I think more people should break away from the Stuart spam. Mm, Stuart yeah. spam. Still pretty good. It's not the it, only choice, though. Yeah, but, you know, there's other things that make life more fun. That's all I'm going to say. I Sure. Okay. So, uh, we'll see how the rest of the month goes. Uh, kind of, you know, after... After a tournament, to have a tendency to decompress a little bit. Yep. And, you know, find something else to do. Ah, I was close with Monster. Gripping Beast. Oh, Gripping Beast makes them. Oh. Yes. That's the same company that makes Saga. That's the other game that's got my hobby interest peaked. Ah. I was wondering which one. You're sorry. You were teasing me there. What game? You're like, I found this, this game, and I'm like, what is it? And you're like, I'm well, not, I mean, I won't tell it. you either. <laughs> no, <laughs> we have a good saga community here. So yeah, we do have a great. Too we have a great saga community. Too many secrets. And That's right. Sea Tech Astronomy. Too it's a secrets. smaller board. I'm not saying it's replacing bolt action. It's just there's a you know fewer models. It's got a fun dice mechanic. The battle boards. Super. Cool. It's got another. It's another interesting game mechanic for sure. Uh, the reason why I was even looking at it is because one of the guys that runs an event was announced one for this fall. That is uh I think it's the the fall of Rome and Hannibal. So like they've released, uh, what do you call it? Like generations of the game. So there's new, right? So you can be freaking Spartan. Like you can be a Sparta mm-hmm. and you can have a bunch of Roman dudes and with freaking giant cool hat helmets on and shit. Hey guy, pop the link in the chat for you guys. Take a look at those. I'm sure they look fabulous. I was just to say, I'm, well, well, they're not going to be, they won't be a, um, maybe I could get pretty close to painted like those, but yeah, they they're, they're pretty good. Oh, I've looked at these guys. I didn't realize they're, they're not wearing shorts. Um, yeah, they're. No, they're not. Those look like shorts to me. I see shorts with long put with putties. Yep. Hold on, I'm like, hold on. You got to zoom in. They got putties, so they got like the leg wraps up to the just below the knee. Yeah, the yeah. NCOs. So there's barely bombers. any skin, is what you're saying. The NCOs and the bombers are definitely wearing shorts. Yep, and they've got the little desert hats on too. So there we go. I got some desert gurkhas. Yeah, a little further down, I'm seeing shorts. Yeah. I didn't pick up the Gurkha casualties because I'm not. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Any. I'm looking but at some you of. You can the see it really clearly on the casualties. Yeah, and who's so, wearing yeah. short shorts? Yeah, nobody's wearing short shorts here. Okay, some of these guys you can see it on. The first guys, I was, I was looking at the NCOs, and they don't look like they're wearing pants. They look like they're wearing we pants. We should do short shorts for the WoW tournament. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> nope. Uh, Nobody needs to see things. that, yeah. <laughs> Fine uh, wrestling masks, then. My, my final leg days are well behind me. Yeah. See, you're recruiting the wrong people. I would have I've been told I have nice legs by my wife. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, your wife told me I had dislikes too. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> there we go. All right, everyone wear short shorts then. See, you just said you can wear short shorts. Anyway. That sounds uncomfortable. It'll be October, late October. I don't know how great the weather is in late October. In You're like in another hemisphere or something. No, no. actually, I don't no, think so. No, no, they're in the same hemisphere. Just different different time zone. You're right. Very, very different time. Different yeah. continent. If you'd like yeah, that. For, for that too. Yeah. 
fly over the water to get there. I mean, so yeah, yeah, maybe not short shorts appropriate. We'll see. I, I like the professional look that we had last time with the khakis and the polo. I think that's good. Maybe we'll get some team custom shirts or something. Who knows? Oh, time will I wish tell. we knew somebody that did logos and design. I know, right? Hmm. <laughs> we haven't had a new Snafu shirt for a while. It's true. What kind of shirt do you guys want, guys? What do you want from me? Something that no. looks good with short shorts. <laughs> put, put the, we'll put Rick's picture on the back in short shorts. <laughs> like uh, the, back, the ass pocket of them. My face and your butt. That sounds so great. I, that's, that's my hobby there. Part yeah. with partial tangent. Not as bad as Rick. Good enough. I, how, about, no. how about you, Dale? Got my wick, Rick swinging out. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, my Rick, my Rick is still tucked. Um, oh, boy. I've got... <laughs> I've got uh, no real hobby. Um, I have a lot of other projects happening right now, and uh, my son's getting married in a week, so that's all. Holy kind of, shit! That's all awesome! Kind of wow! And so, um, but um, now that uh, Sledgehammer is behind us, um, I had planned on attending. That didn't work out, unfortunately. Um, I was going to begin kind of working through the process of putting together what I was going to play with at, at World Open War. So mm-hmm. I'm beginning to, to think about that. Um, and um, my current list doesn't have a steward in it. So um, there you go. I was thinking about trying trying something a little different, but we'll have to we'll have to see what gets through the testing and, and the rest of it. So but you know besides Iter- that iterations coming, right? Yeah, yep. Besides that, not um, no hobby to speak of, so cool. Rock on. All right. Uh, let's talk rules then, as we always do. There's always rules, questions. Always rules, questions. It's amazing how many rules that players actually know, but when they get to a tournament, just well, not there. In stage just not rate. there at all. Yeah. And that's that's a real thing. And don't, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that the players are brain dead or idiots who just don't know how to play. It's just there's a lot more going on in your mind yep. when you're oh, getting to sure. a tournament. And the last thing are the simple rules that you know like the back of your hand. Yeah. I 100% at one point may have said, like, I can look this rule up and remember, but it's just easier Pat's not doing anything anyway. Let's just go ask him. What is Pat doing right now? Pat looks yeah, awkward. I, I spent the first solid round and a half. I had basically most of the newer players that I hadn't seen that I signed up in my turns before. I was hovering around those three or four tables. Which is good, because there was a lot of mm-hmm. more instructional, rather than letting them ask questions and going through what the sequence of things are, you know, so that's very useful for them, because they're learning as well as they're playing. Yep. But I had some reoccurring ones that just kind of baffled my mind a little bit. So we <laughs> had, we had, and I, I know Rick can answer this one, not to put you on the spot, Rick. No, I can't. But we had a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Scenarios that we act, in fact, I think it was th- was it two or three, Jeff? Do you remember? I think it was three that started with first waves. Uh, two for sure. <laughs> two yeah, for sure. That still always confuses me too, quite honestly. So, and when you have four deployers in your army, mm-hmm. when do you put them on the table? Well, if they're in first wave, you get to place them as normal, right? See, I knew you knew that one, Rick. Right, yeah. you get to you get to use their rule, though. You get to put them Correct. in the forward deploy. Yeah, they yep. forward deploy as long as they're allocated to the first wave. Right, hundred percent correct. Yeah, Don't absolutely. get to use their special rule if they're in second in reserves. Yep, yep. Then they're just in reserves, and they are the first things that go out. Yep, and you do the roll the dice and then alternate 
placing one at a time, unless it's an attacker defender, and then the defender puts all his out first, which honestly seems like a huge disadvantage to me, but okay. Right. But so that one that one came up quite a bit. Um, I had I, I'm not going to mention Tor's name, but <laughs> but you're gonna. <laughs> that guy's such a good sport. He's hysterical sometimes. Tor's great. So, so he was assaulting uh, a open topped ar- ar- armor seven plus, like a I don't say it was a Wolverine. I forget exactly which but it was an open top something or another, and it had wreckied away. But it didn't wreck you far enough away. Mm-hmm. And so Tor's like, oh, well, then I destroy it then. I'm like, well, you still have to do stuff. You don't yeah. get to auto destroy it just because you that's, reached it. That's a, that's a hangover from Warhammer days, right? When something flees and you catch it. Yep. Right. Yep. So the, 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 the way it works is okay, you determine your range, the react, target reacts, however it reacts. In this case, it's a track vehicle that couldn't get far enough away or maybe had wrecked previous in the round. I, I don't remember. I don't remember the scenario. I just remember him going, oh, yeah, I charged an open top, so it's destroyed. I'm like, well, hang on a second. <laughs> There's a couple more steps in there. Yeah. So uh, Matt didn't remember what his wrecking move was, so it must have been earlier in the round if it was a runner advance. And if you guys, those of you who know Matt Peterson, he is such a good sport. He's going to help you destroy his army every time he plays you. Yep. Yeah, super lovely guy. He's just so awesome to play with. Mm-hmm. Especially anytime there's a new player in there, I try to get him matched up with a new player because he's just awesome like he's that. Made, I, he, he's made some amazing boards, too. Yep. Yes. Yeah, he he actually had one of his boards there, so it was really nice. I would like to see a game between him and Rocky. That'd be a fun one to watch. <laughs> that'd, be be like, good. that'd be like the equivalent of the SpongeBob tickle fight sort of thing. Aww. Yeah. Anyway, so back to back to our task at hand here. So when you are charging any vehicle, uh, if it has an advance next to it, you roll a dice for each uh, model in that unit that's attacking, provided successful. Please see previous episodes about successful charging. If there is no order or a down order, you are scoring a hit on a four up. Yep. If there is an advance order, that has to be a six. Yep. If it has a run order next to it, you can't charge it. It's moving too fast. So say you had eight guys, and you needed to roll sixes in this particular case, and he ended up getting four sixes out of eight guys, which was a phenomenal roll to begin with. Oh, yeah. yep. So now that becomes your penetration value you to roll damage. damage. It does. I did. And now with soft skin or open top, if you do any damage, meaning you equal or exceed their armor value, then it's destroyed. Yep. There's no roll on the table for uh, close combat against soft skin or open top. All right, you don't roll on the table. You still have to roll for penetration for damage. Yep. Yep. And the other one that I'm just like... A I, one always fails. Yes, one that, always came fails. Up, that came up more than once, believe it or not. So like, But no, I've got a plus six. and so that, that No, you still rolled a one. It yep. still fails. Yep. It doesn't matter. It's a lovely so critical one. Critical failure. And it was interesting that, that came up a couple times too. So that's that's how that works. And once he got through it and he destroyed it anyway, then they were both happy. But, but you know, at least they did the right sequence. I mean, he still he was correct. Now he gets to destroy it, but he mm-hmm. just had to make a couple steps to do it first. Uh, and then Jeff, you had this one. You, uh, so you have a team weapon that's an ambush in a building. Yes. So. Their line of fire, their line of sight is out whichever spot they are nope. looking out. Nope, of. nope. 
Unless it's a f- only if it's a fixed weapon. If it's not a fixed team weapon. fixed weapon. Okay, so it's a fixed weapon. Thank you. Okay. Well, it says team weapon. It fixed is the key, though. Yes. If it's fixed, then yes, they have to have a specific. If it's just a team weapon, like say a sniper, then the 360. Yep. As long as there's windows on all sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that was that the, was it just a team weapon or was a team weapon fixed? It was a machine. It was a medium machine gun team, so it's okay, team so weapon it's fixed. fixed. Yep, can't not so, so, cannot move and fire. So I need what I did is I picked a window and said this is the window they're in ambush out of, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then my understanding was that they had a they had a is it a, I think it's a hundred and eighty degree out that window though, isn't it? You can or see the, everything in at the window. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, well, I played it right then. I made sure to let him know that if in case it was different, this was the angle I was taking, which still covered everything I wanted to shoot. So, <laughs> Yeah, so sure. the fixed weapon is you just say which window it's sitting at, and yep. then everything you can see from the window, you still get to fire out of, right? Because as a fixed weapon, it still has 360-degree line of sight. You just can't. You just can't shoot right. because you need an advance to pivot. Correct. Right. Yep. An ambush doesn't put you to advance. It puts you to fire. Correct. Or, or down. Yes, or down. I absolutely used that a couple times, too. So, Yep. So, number of units in a building is one. <laughs> per floor. Unless it's multiple. Per floor. Yeah. Now, what some people sometimes mistake on is that if you have a building that's larger than 8 by 8 you really need to define that as two separate buildings. You really and should. De- yep. And have a defining point. Yeah, for a great many of reasons. Yep. Yeah, you don't. You mean you don't want frogging that, across the board? You don't want that church at St. Merritt Lease that's oh like my gosh, sixteen inches worst. long to be one it's building, like a quarter of the table. Yeah, it's like I love that one to play with one big building. Cause I never work at every turn. Right. I think I think you're underestimating how big that is. That's more than sixteen inches. Right. It's pretty friggin' big. Yeah. It like it's like two feet. Yeah. It's it's huge takes up the whole middle of that board that was that's yeah i looked at it and i was like you <laughs> yeah so one one per and make sure your buildings are appropriately sized yep. even if the model that's on the board isn't to, with your opponent discuss and define where you are separating the two making making two buildings in essence yep cool fun yeah so that that's you know that's not too many. I mean, there's there was a, like I said, there was a lot of just you know instruction and learning, and not actual questions. Uh, we didn't have too many bomb dog questions come up. <laughs> we'll uh, not, we, not too many bomb dogs, or they just, they just know how to play them. The, qu- the questions just the, didn't come up, they, or they just didn't come up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or they didn't ask, and I didn't see them being misplayed. Yeah. So. Take, I mean, pick <laughs> Do most people misplay them? I think most people play them right. They're just stupid good. Right? Well, How would people I mean, misplay bomb dogs? Sometimes we're like, well, can I pull off the dog as a casualty? Right? Well, it's no, you can't do that. It's a model on the table. Yeah. Is it? Right? It's, you know, I mean, because it's a miniature, typically it's a miniature. Sometimes you get people thinking that it's another body on the table. So, yeah. That's why you need the new ones that are, like, all together. Like, the dog and the dude are on the same base. Not that that solves the problem either, because it's like you don't have infinite dogs either. Right. Yeah. It depends infinite how many you bought. <laughs> it's like a new superpower. It's the worst superpower. Right? You just watch your dogs keep blowing up. That sounds awful. 
I think a hard pass on that one. Yeah, but these extra clone, it increases your role of running underneath your own vehicles. So because yeah, it's less <laughs> smart than gets the a little worse. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a little dumber every time. <laughs> sure, Six I'm on board. Is that, that, that yeah, one yeah, was? yeah. Oh God. <laughs> okay. That's um, yeah, that is horrific. Actually, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Should we? Uh, so that was. I mean, that's all that came up at at. Uh, at Sledgehammer, yeah. I not necessarily rules related, but there's a lot of discussion about the gold and silver dice. All of a sudden, I thought that was interesting. People some being people able to tell to, them apart. Have some tactile fingers that pull out the ones they need. Yeah, somebody's finger game is too strong. Uh, I'm I'm still questioning the results in the standpoint of like, right? Like I'm not sure that people can actually like reach and grab and come out and no. still have the one they think they have. I think people can fish finger it. I don't think people can do it on a snap pole. Right, unless you've been like, I'm going to train for this. Yeah. <laughs> like Rocky. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't think you can. I don't think you can reliably put your hand and pull out and be like, I have the I have the dice I wanted. I don't well, think and then, do that. then the, there's the, the monkey draw everyone's doing with the bag up above their head. On their head, sure. Yeah, yeah. But even but just the idea of even putting your f- fingers in the, you know, like putting your hand inside the bag before you draw is it's just becoming problematic more and more we talk about it. Yeah, yeah it is. And that's going to be that's gonna be rough for me because I, I usually sit there while the other one's doing it. Contemplate, yeah. And I'll put my hand in the bag and switch them around, or even when I'm waiting for them to finish. And then I'll grab it and I'll pull it out and I'll be holding it, whichever dice it is, not looking at yep. it, because right. I'm worried about wasting time. And pulling right. a dice out of the bag is one of those. But, I, you know, it's not good to sit there with your hand in the bag anymore. So I'm going to have to it's train usually myself. It's not good not to have to your that. hand on the bag all the time, yeah. Yeah. Frown on that in public. Yeah, usually. Yeah. So. Um, it sounds like the we, guy's going to have a stats class. Um, do yeah, some testing for like us. High school, high school AP stat I'm class. I'm super excited. About I'm that. excited about yeah. that too. It'll be it'll be cool to see what they find. My, out. my initial blush as a as a terrible mathematician is that like, if you only did that test once or twice, you know, some people are saying, "Well, I pulled them sixty times." It's like sixty percent of the time, I'm like. Yeah, but in that's only one that's sample, not too much of a deviation. Right. Yeah, in one sample, well, does that mean anything? It was two samples, but it, the other thing about it is the thing that they were testing. And this is no like I'm I'm the fact they even took any approach to doing this is is pretty impressive to me because I'm like I'm not going to do this shit. Um, <laughs> and it's no, it's I, a lot easier but, to talk about it on a podcast, than right? It's, yeah, it's yeah, a lot easier to let someone else do and just talk about easier. it. But right, the thing the thing that the thing that they were doing is they were drawing a dice and then they were like, without looking at it, being able to tell if they could tell which one it was. So like that to me is not the same as like, I can reliably draw this out of the bag. Sure. There's a, well, the, if while there's cheating. a 50, 50 amount of dice in there, it's, 50% of the time it's going to be right anyway. Well, I mean, that changes as you draw them out too, right? That's the, 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 the statistical part of it is like, right. Every time you draw a dice out, the odds are going to change a little bit. And if you get a little bit skewed, then it's going to change a lot. Yeah. So we're referring to a discussion that's, that's kind of ongoing today on the discord. And yeah. Just, I know yeah, the just, bow had posted and, and done some testing. And, and so it's always fun to kind of see what people are doing and discuss mm-hmm. that. Right. So I, I mean, you know, the reality is I'm, I, I want to defend my gold dice, but at the same time as they probably can't like there's, I mean, if there's even a chance you don't want to have anyone be like, Oh, well, if, yeah. Okay. So I agree with you on that respect, 
but I would also stipulate that like you would have to prove to me that someone couldn't do the exact same thing with any of the other dice that are. Well, that's that was what I was kind of asking today too. Is like, can we do the same test with like old stock? order dice and new stock order dice like right. you might be able to have the same exact outcome with that and it's like then at that point you just everyone just gets freaking poker chips and you call it a day right yeah, I, i'm kind of hoping we go in that direction because then you can still use your gold order dice because you're not pulling right. them out of the bag yep. well i was thinking like if you could make um make some kind of device that's like a dice tower that stores all of them and it just like spits one out at a time like a bingo you like a shuffler roller in vegas yeah kind of yeah, yeah. Just a shoe that you put all the dice in and then you just mm-hmm. pop it and it pops one dice out and that's the dice and it doesn't like, right, there's, you know, it's still randomized. It's all that stuff. When when my kids were little, one of their favorite games was th- this thing called Elephant and it was an elephant. It was basically a fan with a great big plastic trunk that came up and butterflies sure. would shoot out, but it was okay. random, which butterflies would shoot out and they'd have to catch it with their little nets. We need a little okay. machine that's going to just pop a dice out the top each time yeah. you push a button. That's all. That's, I mean, I think that's all you need. So. A little dice popper. Yeah. Yep. Something. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, you could do something that prevents you from drawing the dice like that. There's lots of ways of doing that. Yeah. Al and uh, all of them are probably going to end up having their own downfalls at some point, too. Who knows? Yeah, all your dice. You've weighted all your dice with lead. Now they're now at the bottom of the bopper thing. That'd be fun. Just well, everything about this. Like, the right. the dice do have different weights between the old and the new. They're, they're that doesn't surprise me. Because they're. I mean, it's different manufacturers. There's going to be right. slight differences. Yeah, they're going to so. they're going to do batches. And... Well, even even probably between batches in the same manufacturer, like just how they mix the resin will change the weight of the. Right, will change the weight of the dice. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or, or like how old the mold is, you know, like all shit like that will change the change the weight. Yep. Um, so you know, I know whatever. I mean, most things. of us that play likely have a phone. That's got. That's yep. Probably that's probably going to be the way forward. So. Yeah, it's it seems like that's probably the likely or and or por- poker chips is fine too. Yeah. yeah There's lots so, of ways around it. Someone had a pretty good app out there, but he was basically losing money keeping it on the server so he shut it off so maybe that maybe we ask him to put it back on and do a subscribe type thing to it i don't know how is he what huh was it was it an app or was it a web it was i think it was probably a web app yeah okay yeah so maybe if he was had to pay to host it or something yeah yeah but there's people that could do that for free so from a standpoint of like the the reality is is whenever you make something like that you have to you know you don't have to support it but most people want you to support it and there's always things that break or shit like that and you're always managing crap and if it's free to free to use even if it's free hosting there's it's not a it's not a zero zero dollar investment at that point so So, jordan if you're still listening we'd like that app back hey you know put a put a buy me a coffee link at the bottom of it or something so that people can right well they just give you money in general right yeah i mean similar to easy army i'm not sure that that the one guy behind all of that anticipated oh there's another three campaign books that fucking came out i gotta add more to these i think he's does he have someone helping him input that shit now i mean he might he might but maybe originally that wasn't necessarily 
what right. he knew that what he'd, he wanted he'd signed yeah. up for. Right. Um, but you make a fair point in that you know if something gets some usage. But now he's got a little you know donate and that kind of stuff. But. Yeah, and he gets he's got advertisers on there, which I like. I appreciate, and it and it's kind of cool because they're actually relevant advertisers, which is actually way cooler to me. Like, yeah, right. It's like the one time I've ever seen a warlord ad, or uh, but I mean, any game store. The only time you've seen a warlord ad. Well, on like on a website, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just. I don't want to dissuade someone from maybe developing something that fits nicely into a gap in the services for for those of us that game. Um, right. But at yep. the same time, yep. it's it's a good point in that. Listen, if you're going to do something and it catches on, there may be some unexpected back end stuff happening. Well, I mean, there's there's both sides of this too, right? It's like there's right. Don't do it for free. Yeah, the reality is like yeah. it, if you're going to do it, do it as a business so that we can support it in whatever way we can, and that it's not you know like I like passions I like I like works of passion, but like seriously, people need to put you know their time is worth something, right? Yes, time hundred percent should be rewarded. Right, I think that's a thing to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Well, I got one that I meant to put on here that I didn't put on here that I was going to – I'm going to caveat this with potentially Hit, Hit us with it. Uh, this could be a controversial topic, but – Oh, come on. And seeing some of the feedback from uh, Sledgehammer and identifying the ugliness that is slow play, I know this has been talked about on several dis- posts before. What do you guys think about bringing chess clocks into bolt action? And how do you think you could best use those? I've never used one. I don't want to ever use one. Yeah. In any game ever? Ever. Even In any like game. It's, it's a scary technology. <laughs> what? Time time is a scary technology? Um, time is scary, terrifying. I, Timers? I'm, I'm thinking about the game. Um, I mean, right now, this is how my brain and how I'm used to playing. I'm thinking about the game, and I'm concerned about making sure I'm pulling the the dice from the bag correctly now and in a timely fashion I'm going to forget to hit the button because I haven't I haven't always used I've never used the the time the chess clock so that mm-hmm. means that I've never used it and all the times that I've played bolt action or any other war game for that matter it's never been something that's been part of my training of playing and I'm just going to fuck it up so <laughs> Well, I mean, I I tried the the pressure that I have of putting an actual living clock timer there, right where everyone can very easily see it, and the the response from the survey I got is that there's still significant players that are playing very slow. Right. That I think. Yeah, that's I think, fair. Yeah. I think you have. Okay, and it's very unfair in a very unfair in a competitive term standpoint to only get two or three turns in. Yeah. Yes. Well, and and the reality is, is right. So you have two and a half hour rounds, an hour and fifteen minutes of that should be yours, give or take, right? Like, sure. Somebody might have a few more min, few more regardless dice of the order of dice you have. Right, right, right. Like you have less dice. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get to think a little bit more. Then fine. Like that's that. The time should be relatively evenly split. Yeah. Right. And if you have a player that's playing slow, they've eaten two hour or like an hour and 45 of the, of the time that's, you know, that's unfair. That's not a fun game. Um, I think there could be some ways of doing that, right. Where it's like, it's not necessarily like 
chess clock as much as like dice timer, right? So like every time a dice is pulled, you got two minutes. Or and then I hope you didn't make a decision. My well, my concern is is I agree that slow play can be a problem, but every solution to combat it, it ends up just taking more time. Oh. You're going to use more time fucking around with a chess clock or a sand counter or anything. Sure. Than you are just you know telling them to hurry the fuck up. It's a, it's the problem like is is that hurrying the fuck up, telling them to hurry the fuck up, doesn't do anything in some cases. Well, you ask them once. If they don't, then you take you call a judge over. Like, right, hey, but then what's the judge supposed to do? Like, just tell kick them, them out? hurry the f up, or they're going to lose. <laughs> I would say you need to pick up your pace of play, or you're forfeiting the game. Yep, sure. Yeah, that's with without having to implement the clock solution. I mean, once you implement it, if everyone adopts it in the area and we all play that way, then over time we get better at it, and it becomes less of an issue. Yep. Um, but for me, initially, because I'm old and I'm stubborn and I can't learn anything new, um, I would probably be less inclined to sign up for a tournament that was adopting uh, the technology or the solution. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, unless I could find a way around it, i.e., can I hire a kid for both days to push the clock for <laughs> me so I don't have to think about it? That's a very real thing, yeah. For recording. So, okay. but I mean, you you bring it up; it's it's a real concern. At, at Operation Snafu, the way we handled it was, as team uh, attaches, if we had slow players, we would kind of hover a little bit and encourage them to go to go more quickly. Yes. But that worked because we weren't really playing and we weren't really toing necessarily. We could just kind of help in that regard. I remember at one point I started pulling dice from the bag just to make yeah, sure that, that was they kept that moving. was brought up and at the tournament I was there when it was brought up. So it was funny. I mean that was a way that we kind of handled it, but we had extra guys moving around that could do that that weren't really invested in the outcomes of the game. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. yeah Tor still sure. talks about that, uh, and the problem with. No, this is not a problem. I love Tor. He's very he's very social, and so like you're standing next to him to try and move it up, and he just starts talking at you. Right. He just it, gave more people to talk right. to. I mean, right. And, and, and we should recognize that like most slow play is not most slow play is not malicious. No, correct. No, 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 no correct. People that want to be social because they're playing a game and they want to have a good time. Yeah. Well, and like they don't get to spend weekends out like doing right. this stuff. So this like I totally get it, and it's. But you still kind of have to respect your opponent's opportunity to play a game, right? Like you're, you, you know, they they played two or they paid two. Like make sure you try and get through the game. There's always, you know, there's always the Jeff approach: just kill someone in 45 minutes, and you can talk for the next hour. It's true, although they don't like, like to talk very much after that happens. <laughs> you go talk to the other guy that killed another guy yeah. in 45 minutes. Yeah, that, I mean that works too. You can come talk to the TO. Right, you could do that too. Yeah, you just go talk. Just to Pat. not while he's calculating scores. Thank you. Oh, that's a perfect time to come ask Pat all kinds of questions about his life, how his kids, how his kids. Like, what is twelve times forty-seven? You uh, just sit there and do shit like that. I actually, for day two, I came with a "do not disturb" sign that I put up. That didn't make a difference. Make that's a difference. awesome. I like. I, I like Blue your right optimism that that would do anything, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can try. Yeah. What, what I sh- what I will do, and I thought about this uh, coming home, is I've got that that white that white mag- magne- magnetic board that I put the names up. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to flip that around and hide myself behind it. It's not bad. That, that should help either. That should slow it down. Jeff will just throw stuff over the I would, I would over, just, over your I wall. Would. <laughs> I would just I would I would work your entire wall 
I'll never work your wall to get your attention. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Jeff, you always have my attention. Well, see, there's, there we go. There we go. It's win-win. Yes. Compass always points to me. You are the brute squad. I am brute squad. All right. Um, that wasn't this, that wasn't controversial. Like I think, I think those that know there are those that know that they're slow players. Like, it's fine. It's it's mostly important to know. It's like we we understand that like, it's it's very rare that I've seen slow play be a malicious thing. Right. But it's very much like it's. It's hard because, it, like, you just want to. It impacts the outcome of the game, but it can absolutely impact the right. outcome of the game. Yeah. And in a tournament where we're just dicking around and you know whatever, we're just having a grand old time. I don't care. In right. a competitive tournament, yeah, I'm like, uh, let's let's go. Let's let's play to the best of our ability to get the result that the game deserves. Yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. And spoiler, I can tell you, I got to play tour, and we we went we were cracking right along. We did great. So. Okay. Were you drawing another bag? We, I let him. I did the first turn, and then I kind of set the pace, and then we were fine. Okay, cool. Well, that's the other thing too. If you get, uh, if you get two fast players, there's no problem. Yeah. If you get one slow, one fast, not as much problem. If you get two slow players, that can be a problem. That's two. You're gonna get two turns done in two and a half hours. Which, Yikes. which for, yeah, I mean, for most of us, I'm sure it's like, are you how how is that even possible? But. It, it yeah. definitely is. <laughs> yep. So well, and I I try to avoid, like I'll never have all five all the scenarios be a deployment plus six turns. Because forever that deployment setup, which isn't a turn, is going to take a half hour, forty five minutes for some players. Yep. Does yeah, yep. it can. No, granted, I'll have you that you know turns four, five, and six are generally very fast. They're faster. Faster, because there's yeah. a they get lot, faster. There's fewer yeah. units left on the board. Yep. And there's, there's, there's probably less decisions to be made as well. So. Yep. yep. Yes. Uh, so I don't have a solution for it. Just <coughs> play faster. Get to, the end of the game is fun. Get there. I don't know. Maybe I'll start awarding points for completed games. If, if you're, yeah, that's not a bad idea. If you're, actually if not a bad you're afraid that you're slow, then practice with your army. You know, learn what your army does. Play, play some more games. Yeah. yeah, and play. You know, there's at least in our community, there's definitely guys that like they they can play fast. You want to play with those people so that you learn how to play fast. Mm-hmm. The other thing I was going to say about that there there is a difference, right? The stuff that we've been seeing in our tournaments is definitely not the malicious type, but like right. Yeah, we're talking about the people that you know they look up at the clock and they got two minutes left on the clock, and they're better off not drawing more dice yeah. and then they start slow playing the shit out of that yeah. that's the malicious stuff that like right. there that does happen or they that has happened they're up they're up four Seen dice it. they can see the next two dice that they're going to lose mm-hmm. so they right. can they can finish out the round but they don't want to go into the next round so then they right. start hemming and on so yep right yeah shit like that yeah. where you're like I, that's that's not okay no and as a as a tournament as as a judge more accurately when I get to that twenty-minute mark, I am paying far more attention to the tables. Sure, I'm kicking myself because I the last few tournaments I've added to the bottom of the scorecard is please circle the last round you completed, and I did not for whatever reason do it this time. Yeah, I, and I will forever be doing that to all my scorecards forward just to 
keep tabs on where those players are and make sure that they're properly coached and you know are moving. And it's also particularly for you and I, Pat, when we write scenarios, it's good for us because sometimes it might be a clue that like our scenario is too complicated for people to finish on time. That could be it. Yet, yep. Yeah, that shouldn't happen, but sometimes it could. Sure. Cool. I mean, fun stuff. Rules are fun. Rules are awesome. There's always questions on Discord. You can go find out more. There was a discussion last week that was all a couple weeks ago that we were disagreeing on something, but I can't remember what it was now. It's probably still on there. Yeah, but that shit moves so fast. Like I don't (laughs) even know where I would go back and look. What were we discussing? It was, uh, oh, God. Sorry. We're not, anyway. Are we going to revisit a discussion that we can't remember from two weeks ago on Discord? Discord. Yes. Okay. Because it was it was an interesting conversation. I just don't remember what it was now. It was a lot of a lot of back and forth, and we were trying to find the rules that don't exist, and people were making assumptions, and it was it, there was assumptions everywhere. It was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. If this is oh, a plug for Discord, I do come. Remember that. I do remember that. Like that's not what it says. Like, there was the gray box that we discussed too. There's like, well, what's the the gray, the, the the classic anyway, gray box rules. We'll, we'll we'll take a short break. I'll find a we'll on break and we'll come back and we'll talk about it before we talk about Sledgehammer. How's that let's, sound? Let's talk about it before we talk about it. Perfect. Yeah, we talked about it already before we talked about it. So now we just have to talk we about talk it. Talk about anything. So we'll let them listen to Waltzing Matilda. Yes. Sure. Ooh, that was lightning here. Dang. Bright flicker, or just uh, something. Oh, that's why the dog's down here acting stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was normal. Well, no. Well, she's an old dog. But, uh, yeah, fair. She, uh, if there's a storm rolling in outside, yep, she, that's why she's trying to be underneath my feet right now. So I need to go get her her thunder, her thunder treats. Yeah, thund- and, uh, thunder yeah. shirt. Thunder so shirt like, and thunder treats and go get like the dog Scooby high. snacks or what? Yeah, yep, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you do that. I will find this thing. I will use the restroom. You guys will all listen to some music. We'll be back in a few minutes. Waltzing Matilda. It's not a bad song. It's a great song. It works. You know, for like the 100th episode, we're going to do Waltzing Matilda where we just sing it. I'm just... (laughs) Acapella style? I'm just going to... For the 100th episode, I'll make it our intro song instead. I would would say we play it on the kazoo, but I know most of us are kazoo impaired, so... (laughs) (laughs) No, just I am. (laughs) All right. We'll We'll be right back. Hope you enjoy the music. Oh, that's the job I 
Enjoyed the music. I loved it. Sure, you did. I, yeah. I'm more excited I'm s- about the conversation that we were able to stream <laughs> around both sides of the music. We don't right. we don't manage that yeah. very often. No. Uh, all right. So I did find I did find the conversation, and this is this is uh, spicy. This is salty. a thing. Uh, so resolving ambushes on a unit leaving a transport. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this conversation? Now you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Because. Because yeah. th- the roles are poo, they don't tell you. Okay, this is the, this is the we same talked argument. About this last episode, did we? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Well, it still matters to me, I guess. But whatever. Okay. <laughs> That's Never fine. mind. Go back and li- listen to the last episode where we talked about this. Because I still don't think it. I think I think that might have stemmed the conversation on Discord. Probably. Because somebody was telling us we're wrong, and I'm like, I don't know that we're wrong, but I don't know that we're right either. Like, I don't think we're, we've we, been wrong. we're no. trendsetters, baby. It, it's basically like to have a conversation yeah, on our own channel. We like, this is what the rules say. And this is how we extrapolate this situation, which isn't specifically addressed by the rules. Right. It, and it, it's the same argument you've had about when a unit moves from one blob to another spot and they're a new blob. How do you put a template on that? Because right. The, the player that's moving the models or moving their models would conga line them, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's the most advantageous to them. Yep, but they don't stay in a conga line; they didn't no. turn into another blob at the other end. Yeah, so like, how how does a unit? How are you measuring that one precise movement another? for each yeah. one? Right, exactly. So, 
it's the same for transport, except the, the argument that is being made is that you can't be on and off a transport. Well, by oh, yeah, by the right. rules, I guess, does one unit move at a time, or do all of the models in the in the unit just kind of like teleport to a spot? Beat <laughs> me up, Mister Scott. <laughs> right. So that, that's probably so more. Join K-47. the Discord, Discord, right, and see how we resolve yeah. that. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation. Well, we didn't solve we anything. Did, you know? No, <laughs> I think we tried to. But it, it's just like the, it. the fucking podcast. <laughs> right. I mean, we tried. Like we're trying. Like it's. But guess what? Covered, but not covered. Yeah, the rules do from not, a certain point of view do not clearly state one way or the other what happens there. Just so. do it in a competitive manner. And, and here's here's my thought. If you'd like it to work for you in this situation, then it should work against you in that situation. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And, that, well, and that's kind of a sportsman sort of thing. Right. I My argument or the, the, the conclusion I came to is, right, so, like, the argument you want is, like, okay, I want to hit the unit when one model has gotten out of the, like, the first model has gotten out of the vehicle right because then you can hit the vehicle as well mm-hmm. right with an Which, he you're overlapping in that situation first right. man out of the, right. first man out of the limo yeah, exactly thing? yeah something like that but the the argument that was made and i can can i, I can I kind of agree with it is like well the unit can't you can't stop the unit while they're like dismounting from a transport but i don't see why you can't doesn't say in the rules it says you can choose um, to fire at that unit at any, at point. any point during their movement that's right right so are they yeah. not a unit if some of them are still in the transport? Is that what they're trying to well, say? Well, no, it's, 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 it's like, well, cycle. they're either in the truck or they're on the table. What's, what's the it's name of that like cat? It's not like they're parsley Schro- in Schrodinger's. Schrodinger's. Schrodinger. Yeah, there you go. So it's, this is like cat situation. Schrodinger's though. transport? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> are they not a unit if they're... Right, and it's like, well, that's, yeah, I guess. I mean, I could definitely understand why. You know, So we're going a little bit back. Everyone, you know, putting in their two yeah. cents. So it was good. Yeah. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I love having discussion like that, and it does definitely like make you sit and think about it. And probably there'll be fourteen more FAQ questions because of this. So, yeah. at some point, hopefully, I mean, at some point, someone has to say no, you can't do that. But my 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 argument was like, that's fine. I would like it so when every model is one inch away from the transport, that's when I'm going to shoot it. However, that works. <laughs> like you can get every model out, but it's got to start somewhere near the vehicle right mm-hmm. you can't yeah yep you can't like just be six inches away from it in essence what you're trying to do is clip the unit and the vehicle right that's that's was or hit I the mean, unit and clipping the vehicles right that's trying. what you're trying to do correct right you want you want to hit both if you can i fully i fully expect a response in the faq similar to the one that was that we saw earlier where it's like well it it would be reasonable for this right and then oh my God. followed up with and we think it would be reasonable for this to to be the outcome and it's like no. you don't think they're just oh, going to say shoot. well consider it a schrodinger's transport <laughs> i wish they might now that we said it <laughs> right because well that's the other side effect right so you hit so say you hit the transport with an he and you kill the he or you kill the transport does the unit take hits well, yeah, the transport uh, is still inside. I would say, no, they're no longer on the transport if that's the case. Because they can't be, you couldn't have right. targeted them if they're on the transport. So I would say in that case, if you're hitting the unit and clipping the transport and the transport's destroyed, they're not taking additional okay. hits. I'm okay with that, too. Off it. I think that's, I oh, think that's reasonable. Yeah, I think that's what I would yeah. think, yeah. Yeah, that's, and I think that's, that's, that's a reasonable thing. I think that's totally fine. I just, again, none of this is clear because it doesn't tell you how you hit a unit moving with ambush. 
right? Carefully. Well, yeah, but like, right? So if the rules were like, well, it it, it does, but it just it doesn't. It's, it it's doesn't tell you how to, the unit has to move. Though. Right. It, it's difficult to apply in this specific situation how you interrupt movement right. and how that might affect multi- a multiplicity of targets. Right. Yeah. Lots of things like that. Fun. That was it was an interesting discussion. That was a good. Mm-hmm. One. It went on for quite some time. Lots of people inputting. You can join too if you join our Discord. I don't know how to do that anymore. I don't think there's a live link anywhere in the world. Oh, we well, uh, could probably throw one on, on Facebook. So, Should probably at some point do that. Cool. Or, or Twitter. Wait, no, was it called Twitter? Uh, Twitter two point right now. Oh, what? That's a thing. Uh, let's. Uh, there was a tournament. What? How long ago was it now? Two weeks ago? Two weeks? Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds about right. Had to be two weeks ago. The Minnesota. Uh, in Minnesota. The Minnesota State Championship, as yes. a matter of fact. Yeah. A coolest logo I've ever made. Thank you very much. Invite only. Love it. Everyone was invited. Oh, hey. <laughs> By the way, I had some okay. feedback because I, I took your logo. Oh, you saw the shirt, Rick. I, I, I made the you know the big lime green super high-vis judge shirt, but I put your logo on the front. Yeah. And I had at least two people say, hey, if I'd had an option to buy that, I would have. Oh, like, shit. Oh. oh merchandising. Oh. Merchandising. You're right. Damn it. Sweet. <laughs> Which, oddly enough, we'd sell at cost. But <laughs> yeah, it's, well, yeah, yeah, but that's it's not about making money. But, but it's getting right. it's brand recognition. Right. So I think uh, I think next time uh, definitely we'll, we'll uh, when you do the sign-up, we'll be like, hey, we're also going to do a T-shirt. If you'd like to, let us know. And then we'll do that costing separately. And maybe we'll even consider that for uh, Snafu in the fall. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. Snafu logo is cool, too. Mm-hmm. But it, this will be kind of cool. I think this will be cool. Because it's it'll be hot. Sorry, it'll be all the hot places. Right. Yeah. Still trying to figure out what it's going. It's probably just going to be a palm tree or something. But we'll see. <laughs> palm tree is getting blown up. Oh, palm tree on fire. That's, palm tree on fire. Oh, that sounds really hard to do in a black and white logo that has to fit on a glass. That sounds awful. I know. That's why I suggested it. Can we yeah. do coffee cups this year? I could use a coffee cup at work. Put um. Oh, that's a good call. It's interesting. Put an overweight snafu sniper. In the top of the tree, and it's then it's bent over a little bit. <laughs> oh my god! Just bending the tree over. Yeah, it's got a, just like a little unnatural curve um, to it. Not not done it. We haven't done a real comedic one yet. I think we'd have to have like an actual comedy year for that to work. But we've already done Hollywood, so I don't know that that would actually happen. That was a great logo. We'll figure I love that logo. That's that's my favorite one yeah. by far. It was my. I was so disappointed I couldn't spend more time at that one. Um, not the logo, the actual event. Mm. This year. This year will be. This is my year, I can tell. I think. It's got to be. It's just like the Bullwinkle thing. Because I'm, this, I'm for missing sure. this year. So. Yes, right. Yep. You are gone this year. Yeah. Is, is Jeff here this I year? I will be here. Okay. All right. Sweet. Phew. Okay. I'll probably make it. <laughs> you all miss, but just Pat is there. <laughs> That would be that would be nice and good for Pat. <laughs> that one might be a little rough. Yeah, let's not do that to Pat. No. All right, but that's a long ways away. We got a whole summer to look forward to before. Let's, that. let's worry about what happened let's, two weeks ago. Yeah, let's just talk about uh, Sledgehammer <laughs> Operation Sledgehammer. The so US, we had, Minnesota we had twenty players that made it with twenty two that signed up. Yep, not bad. So yeah, not bad. Um, you know, I was looking at the room and I'm like, we could actually get. We could get 15 tables in here. We could get 30 players in here. We could. You think so? It'd be tight, though. Right? I don't know that we would want to. Nobody wants. Nobody wants want to. to. And yeah. I don't know. We'd have the draw. I think. I think 24 is for that type of event is probably, probably where it'll sit. Yeah. 24 so. over five rounds. That's good. 
Yep, that's yeah. good, over two days. Yep. Um, so we had 20 lists that I had to review, and let me tell you, there was, there was one point I was literally ready to just go, you know what, forget this theater, forget this reinforced platoon, generic or otherwise, buy your freaking lieutenant, buy your two compulsory, and spend your points on whatever the hell else you want to. I was so close. It's just because because they were arguing. No, because there's the, so many back and forth in like four or five of the lists. I'm just like, whatever. I'm starting to almost not care, but not. We got through it, yep. and they're all they're all checked and they're all legit. They they match this time. I think that is one of the pitfalls of using a, an open theater selector list like that. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing that again. Yeah. Um, but we did have so we had, oddly enough we had a, a split of ten axis and ten allies. Nice. Well, that worked out. Yeah, uh, three of three of the lists were U.S., three were British, three were Soviet, and one French list. All right, that's I mean that's kind of what you expect, but a nice a nice balance. It's a very nice no balance. Jap- or, yeah, no Japanese, of course. <laughs> well, no, there was one. Uh, not the right side. Two weren't there? Two. Two. Yeah, there's two, two Japanese. Yeah. So there was a there's five German and two Japanese, two Hungary, and one Italian. Two. Hungry. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really interesting breakdown. I was I was astonished when I did the count, and I'm like, that's ten Axis and ten Allies. That's pretty cool. It would have made sense to do it if I if I'd known that was the split. I would have done a best Axis and best best Allies, but it wasn't the case. Yeah. Besides that, it was a first, second, third, regardless. So, uh, round one. Fight. <clears throat> it started off with Sector Dominus, didn't it? It had uh, five objective tokens on the door board. I know that. Yep, yeah, it was the five objectives in the corners. The one in your corner is worth nothing. The one in the opponent's was worth two. It's worth one if you contest it. The other three were all worth one. Yep. You did, you did something here that I liked. Um, you released all of the, all of the um, scenarios prior to the, the tournament. Prior to the list submission yep. date. Yep. Big thumbs up for me on that Same. one. Same. So. And I think, you know, for a competitive event, that should be the case. Yeah. And that of should course, be the norm for sure. It's it's a good mix of, you know, and there's even one attacker defender in there. But I wouldn't expect more than one attacker defender because those scenarios are they're, they're tough to find one that it's is very tough to like heavily. Exactly. Yep. So and I think that one, as wacky as it is, is one that isn't isn't skewed hard. Right. Nice. So, uh, Jeff, how did your round one go? <laughs> Do you remember your opponent? Yes, it was uh, Jason, I believe. Pull up my. Uh, you are correct. Yeah. Super. Okay. So first off, spoiler alert for the rest whole tournament. Everybody I played was super nice, so that was cool. It's always fun to like. Have a tournament where like you don't have to play any chodes, uh, or you or I'm the chode. I don't know. <laughs> right. If if here's the thing though, Jeff. If you don't spot the chode, yeah. you're probably <laughs> the chode. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's why I added that caveat at the end because you're absolutely right. Just saying. You're absolutely right. And I certainly wasn't one of the top sportsmen. So. <clears throat> well, that's usually the case when you maybe do well. You, well, sometimes I I yeah. Side note: I I never, I never top sportsman. I don't think I'm an asshole, but maybe I am. I don't know. Jeff, you got one favorite opponent and one third favorite opponent, wow. just in case you're right. Well, that's already better than normal, so. 
cool. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's uh, Sector Dominance with Jason, um, and we're playing on my Normandy table with the four bunkers on it, which if you were at Snafu, you'd recognize as the artillery table from this year. But I brought that one as a normal yep. playing board because it packs in a really small container. <laughs> so it's yeah, that's a thing. very much easier to transport. Um, so yeah, it's got some trenches, it's got four heavy-duty pillboxes on it, and it's got some fields on it. So line of sight is relatively open, but almost all your shots are across hardcover. So so it, it works out fairly well for playing a game on. Um, yeah. So we picked, well, he won the roll, picked his corner, I picked my corner. Uh, he had deployed some four dudes up in a bunker, one of the bunkers, because he could. And he was a little worried that you could only enter from the open gun side of the bunkers. I was like, no, dude, you got to be able to crawl in through those windows. This table's grossly unfair. <laughs> right. Yep. And and I uh, I did every round after that stop by at that table at the beginning and mention that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you or try oh to. Oh my god, yeah. If you couldn't come in through the windows, that would be a. a t- well, I mean, if you pick the side of the door and you're you're going to win. Right. Almost all the time. So, uh, super good game. Uh, oh, and uh, you also played the bunkers as just regular buildings. Yes, you should play them as regular buildings. That yes. didn't matter in our game, um, but it could have because I guess we both had multi-launchers. But uh, thankfully, the buildings never took hits. But anyway, um, so I brought in my Americans, and let's see if I remember all the good stuff from this one. My dice were completely trash. That was fun. Uh, oh, that was hysterical how you got him to fix, though. Yeah, the, the fix was great. but like, So we're starting out, and he's, it's British. There's a prep bombardment. Um, his prep bombardment, since he's British, is excellent. Uh, two dice, he's getting to pick the best. And I kept all my vehicles off the table because mm-hmm. yep. I don't want to lose any of them. A six will do that. Yeah, it absolutely will. And with two dice, the propensity to roll a six is well, twice as much. No, Od- odds would say higher. Yeah. 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 So I took a ton of pins, uh, which, you know, you, you should. Um, me trying to pin him back because it's one of the ones where a bombardment happens or it doesn't for both players. But didn't seem to which I think is the fairest way to yeah, do it. It absolutely in any given is. Tournament. I completely agree with you. Uh, I think I rolled three ones on his units though, so three of his units did not start with any pins. Well, I can't. Oh, fix nothing that you part. can do about that. That's right. That's just how the dice go. Uh, so it's a little behind the eight ball, um, but not too bad. And then I think he had a God. I want to say he had a, at least one Stuart in there too. But he definitely had a, a multi-launcher and some good troops. And so like, I'm moving up because it's like you got to get up and get those objectives, right? I mean, you got to have guys up there. So I'm, I've got a fairly mobile force. I'm shifting my units of rifle up the board because why not move and shoot if you're American, right? You don't care about Always. You don't care about the move. So I'm shifting up, shifting up, and I think turn two he fired the multi-launcher, and I had two of my five squads of dudes were within six inches of each other. And I'm kind of like, all right, hang on here. I was like, this unit's going to stay up. And he's like, then this unit's going to go down. I was like, oh, I'm going to hedge my bet here just a little bit. Unit that stayed up, he rolls a six. Oh, fuck. Kills the whole unit. Like, all right, well, that was the end of that. Unit that went down, he rolls a six. And I was like, well, okay, I'm down. Maybe I'll survive this. Kills four of the guys, puts three pins on, failed the leadership test, lost them too. Ouch. Oh. I'm like, well, shit, I just lost, you know, two of my five objective grabbers here. And most of what was in the center of the board to get objectives. So I was like, this sucks. I couldn't make a damn order test with... I couldn't make rally tests. I was failing rally tests with units to clear pins. And it's just, like, super frustrating. And then Rocky, thank God, Rocky comes by. He's, you know, been hanging out for a little bit. 
I said, Rock, for the love of God, can you touch my dice? He goes, what? I said, for the love of God, I need you to touch my dice before you leave. He says, you don't want Matt. You don't want that, man. I only roll average. And I was like, swear to God, I need average so bad right now. <laughs> He's like, okay. Hey, and for the record, um, just because I was the only judge for me to try and to ring her was going to be impossible. So Rocky gave me a, a text. He's like, hey, I'll be the odd man out if it comes down to it. And don't worry about a refund or anything. And I'm like, dude, that's that's huge because yeah, yeah. we're sitting at odd people right now. So Rock, that was Rocky's awesome. Thanks again, Rocky. Oh, he is. I love that man. Jesus. Um, and and my dice were delightfully average the rest of the tournament. So thank you, Rocky. <laughs> nice. No joke. It's like I, I, I just need averages. Jesus, I just need averages. And my dice picked up this game. They went back to average. We started killing things. Um, I got up into those bunkers, and once you get dudes in those bunkers, man, you just go down to everything. You just sit in them, and you make him come try to root you out. Uh, I got up on the center objective. Uh, he had the forward right one in my, from my view. He didn't get near my objective. I did not get close enough. I'm trying to think. Did I? I had a unit. Oh, you had outflankers in this one too, right? Uh, you could have two. two. Yeah, I outflanked with the and and a unit in a truck is two. Is two. Yeah, I outflanked with a chassis and a unit infantry on foot. And we came in on that side. Um, I don't think I got close enough to contest his objective because we ran out of time. And that was the one where it was turn. It was going to be turn six, and we were literally picking up our last dice when the fifteen minute call went. Don't start any round. And we're like, oh well, shit. Okay. Um, and we it was first. It's the first round of the tournament, so like neither one of us is you know hard charging quite yet. Right. Yep. You know, so it's like we looked at the table and it's like, man, I had two empty transports sitting near one of my objectives. They can't claim. Shit. Right. So it ends up in a draw. He's got one. I've got. He's got his, not his starter corner, but his off corner. Neither one of us are contesting our owns, and I've got the center, and that's it. So we end up in a draw, and I was like, "Well, I mean, that was a great game, so whatever, right? We're happy with it." But I was like, "If I hadn't lost two squads of infantry, or I'd been paying attention to move a squad back to that objective, if I knew the game was going to end, I think I could have snuck a, a minor out of it." Or, you know, his dice could have got hot again that last turn. Maybe he, maybe he sneaks the miner out of it. So, not the worst sure. Not the worst result in the world. Uh, and it turns out for round one, a fairly common result. Yeah. That's, Which, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. That, 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 that blew me away, the number of draws that came in on that, because of all the four uh, playtest scenarios, none of them ever came out as a draw. Yeah. That one, hmm. I think... I, I think it might change the scenario too much, Pat, so take this with a huge grain of salt. But I think if that center one was worth two, you wouldn't have nearly as many draws. Well, I think the last iteration was to uh, contesting the one and the other one, rather controlling, gave you a point. Mm -hmm. And that was that was supposed to be the hinge. Yeah. And I like that, but it's actually harder than you... Th it's harder than you think in tournament play to get up there into that other guy's objective location. Unless you're just completely smashing him, in which case... Yeah. Well, yeah, you've you've got to advance right from the get go, from the word go. Yeah, my my thought was you're outflanking one of your vehicles to get that. Well, that, then 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 you're well, you're not favoring a particular list design, but if you're writing a scenario with the assumption that every list or most of them will have that, maybe maybe that it might might be worth going back and looking at the list to see how many actually had that. 
and or your or your outflankers, whatever they are, go for that. And and mine did. I just I need another turn to get up there because it's like I can drive on that table edge, but it's not like that table edge is unoccupied. <laughs> sure. Right. Right. And it's their home sector. It's their home yeah. sector. It's their, so it's their starting sector. They've got tanks. They got armored cars. They've got you know big guns. Well, and that's got... you know again what the what the secondary objectives were. Yep. And for the record. Um, the secondary objectives, all players started with nine secondary objective cards that we've used at Snafu before. Things like uh, blow up a vehicle, destroy a transport, pin out a unit, uh, things win, like that. Win an so assault. They, yeah. Win an assault. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have we have nine of them. And for every turn, you could turn in up to three. Yeah. But for all five games, you would you could only max at 12 secondary objective points. Or 12 sure. secondary objective cards. I didn't realize that you had taken the points off the card, so I, I wanted to make sure that the point values weren't there. And, of course, you didn't have the point values there, so it worked perfectly. <laughs> I just yeah, the didn't have the cards physically when I printed everything, oh, yeah. so that's all right. I mean, so it still worked out. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's what those were. And they weren't – I know we've done a pla- in game in terms past that you have to declare which ones you're going for. This was just at the end of the game, see which ones up to three that you did, yeah. turn those in. You'll have six left, whatever. So basically, the first first three rounds, you could do all nine of yours if you did it. Uh, cool. Spoiler: nobody did. Yeah. Hmm. Bummer. Yeah, it was, it uh, was tough. It, yeah. Well, you the, the pack moved. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, only two people scored majors on that one. Um, which oddly enough means they played the, each other in the next round. Um, secondary objectives, only uh, two people got three, maxed at three. Um, and looks like only one, two people didn't lose any units at all in that first round. That's three people. Impressive. Three people. So, yeah, so that was that was round, uh, round one. No one's pulling ahead. Not that bad. No, no not too bad. Uh, round two, I think, went into timely objectives. Yes, yeah, round two was very much timely objectives. Ooh, very much even. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, round two was great because we were on, I think we were on, was I on Matt Peterson's? I think it was on his board. With You were on table five, yes, yes that was with his. The, he had a big ruined church in the center, so it was ruins, not yep. a building, which was nice. Oh, this was your Jeff off round. This, yes, this was the Battle of Jeffs. For the bacon. Yep. Yeah, this is uh, this is Jeff on Jeff violence. We were and we were even coming into this in our previous encounters, so it was a oh, nice. rubber match too on top of everything else. So yeah, it was Jeff Fricker, so it's a little Jeff on Jeff violence, which is you know just great fun. too. Dude's awesome. Yeah, uh, I believe he was playing as Hungarians. You'd be correct, uh, and it's a very strong list. He's got the he's got the paratrooper guys that are super motivated in there, so they drop two pins when they pass an order check. Um, he's got Jesus, that's uh, really good. Uh, rip off Italian tank, I like to call it. It's Italian tank, so it's got all the machine guns <laughs> on it, so you just dack a dack of your your junk off. Uh, he had a little Italian tank with some machine guns on it, if I remember correct, I believe. That sounds right. Yep. And then a good mix of infantry around the edges. So it's he had a very strong list. It is not something you want to run into in a dark alley. <laughs> but uh, we were joking. Thankfully, the light the lights were very the bright. lights were very bright, too bright, in fact. Um, so yeah, so it's timely objectives. This is when you want to get up on those objectives and start claiming them as soon as you can. Uh, and I made very aggressive moves towards the center so I could start 
so I could start scoring points. Um, and, you know, putting, again, I love Americans because you can move and shoot and you're not taking that minus one penalty. That There are so many times that takes you shot from a, would be a seven to a six. It's such it's, a huge difference. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and I played fairly aggressively with my Chaffee to roll it up there, and I blew up the little Italian tank right away because, you know, that little thing's annoying. Oh, and the Chaffee loves to punch above its oh weight class. Oh, my God. So, that Chaffee so well. loves to punch above its weight class. It's my favorite tank. I might be printing a small army of Chaffees for I fun. I wouldn't blame you. Um, it's just fantastic, yeah. <laughs> But I got up on the right objective. I was maneuvering it to the left objective in the center objective. Uh, his unit of paratroopers would have been contested. He had another infantry unit getting up near that objective, too, which got shot to pieces, thankfully. Uh, but he had his veterans coming up there, and they were going to be a lot harder to deal with. But bless his soul, he rolled a foobar, and they retreated. Uh, which uh, That's one turn off. Yep. That's a whole turn of running away and then a whole turn of trying to get back there. Oh, for time the objectives, that's, Ouch. that's tough. Brutal. Brutal for him. Absolutely brutal role for him. Uh, so I got up and... St- hey, but on the upside, he got a ticket for a chance at winning Silver Horter Dice. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he absolutely so, did. So that's what we did. So Warlord sent us the three packs of Silver Order Dice, and every time I heard of Fubar, they got a raffle ticket, and we raffled them off at the end of the tournament. So. And you raffled them all to one person? Uh, two of them. Two of the three went to one person. But oh, yeah. okay. So they had two the raffle tickets okay. then. Yeah, and there were sets of eight, Ouch. so like... No, there's sure. full sets of 12. Oh, full sets of 12. Oh, even better. Yeah. Somebody got a lot of dice. Okay. So someone got enough for basically any army they would play. Yeah. Yep. I hope so. Sweet. Especially well, snafu because I mean, we usually have an order dice limit of it's true. 12. Of 12. Yeah. That yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. Uh, oh, interesting. <laughs> it is. Secrets. This is like the Too episode of Secrets. Uh, one other thing Too I should mention, secrets. he had a war correspondent in his list. And I asked him what a war correspondent was. I'm going to start the t- clock on this war correspondent who's got to take cool pictures of things and then survive to the end of the game, right? And he'll score him a victory point. And I was like, well, thank God, because of all the scenarios we're playing, this is the one where one victory point ain't going to mean dick. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. So, and he's like, you know, last game, this one took me from a draw. I think he said from a draw to a minor win or maybe a minor loss to a draw. And I was like, that's awesome. But Probably do a draw because everyone drew. Yeah, yeah I was going to say probably do a draw, yeah. But I was able to get up on objectives then, and then once you got to an objective, you just get in cover and you sit on them, mm-hmm. right? You don't yep. advance past that. You just sit tight. Um, you hold it as long as you can. And you hold it absolutely yep. as long as you can. You go down. You move up support units. So you have multiple units close to it, right? Uh, yep. You use guys to screen it if you have to so people can't charge past you to get to the guys closer to it. Yep. Anything, Any warm body you can throw in the way because that's what's winning you the game. Yep. And I literally just threw warm bodies in front of everything I possibly could to keep scoring points. And then, you know, it snowballs pretty quick if you can't get up on them. Yeah, get there first and hope they don't have a multi-launcher or anything that can push off. Or right, push or through. hope their multi-launcher doesn't hit. Yep. <clears throat> you know. Yeah, or it's something that's ranging in on you. Yep, or something that's ranging in, yeah. It was, uh, it, it, yeah, I scored a lot of points. And then I believe you changed it, tweaked it, Pat, so the last round those objectives scored double. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I was keeping a running total, but I'm pretty sure it ended out something like 11 to 1 for his war correspondent. So. Okay. Well, Might have been higher than that, actually. I'm not even sure. But, so, uh, hey, just, uh, just so you know, Jeff, uh, the international community considers this one of the premium uh, competitive scenarios. Nice. Well, Sweet. I'll go stroke my ego tonight to that, I think. 
There you go. <laughs> well, <clears throat> and the point of the uh, the two object the objectives being worth two at the end was you know so people aren't giving up on turn four. Yes. There's no way I can catch up now. There's no way I can catch up. Right. Well, they start doing the math and it's not possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's that's why that last one you know whether it's turn six or turn seven is that okay okay four I'm not out of the game yet. Yeah. I can still I can still flip. Yep. It. So. Right. But it's definitely a scenario that you need to be more aggressive than you're normally comfortable with being. Like, oh yeah, you you got to run uh, hair on fire towards yep. those objectives. And Americans are lovely for that because again, I'm moving and shooting, and you know, it's lovely. Although yep. he was super stoked, my chaffee did not was not veteran, so I did not have the move and shoot for free on the chaffee. He was like, "Whoa, really?" And yeah, like, that's yeah, true. That's yeah, okay, man. It also didn't have recce, and it didn't have recce either. Yeah. That little that little toy had to just uh, earn its keep, but it's all on its own. Yeah, the deal with its comeuppance wherever it landed. You know, and the thing about it is, it never it I never got killed. Five rounds, it survives all five rounds. Never nice. lost it once. Got tried. Someone shot a flamethrower at it once and missed, thankfully. But well, that probably would have done it. it. Might have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so that's that's battle of Jeff's. I won a bag of bacon the next morning. It was it was a thing. I appreciated the bacon. Um, Wait, he really brought you bacon? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's a Jeff. Yeah, because this is a real thing. It's a real thing. He lives in Wisconsin now, right? And I'm yeah, Minnesota. Okay. It's yep. a border battle. He's yep. over in, in Madison now. And we figured we couldn't really bring uh, a giant axe because you know border battle. We can't bring a giant axe, so instead it was yeah. Like that seems not the good. The old 1900s trophy was a side of bacon. Okay, all right. A little bag of Dunkin' Donuts bacon. It was great. <laughs> that's hilarious. Way to go, Jeff. Awesome. Over here, yeah. getting one for Minnesota. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's a Minnesota State Championship. I can't let a guy from Wisconsin take you. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jeff, though. That's He's true. super. We always have a ton of fun when we play. Yeah, I, I got to play him at a Bug Eater one year. That was one of my most favorite games. Yeah. That he's he's just a super cool guy. Mm-hmm. Real down to earth, real mellow. He's a good yeah. player too. And, he's a great guy. and he's a really good player too. And he, yeah, and he's also a very exceptional player. Yeah, no bones about it. I was very happy to have that win off of him. Because when we started that match, I didn't know that I was going to get it. <laughs> it was a, he has a really good list, lots of guns, which is dangerous to an infantry heavy list. Yep. So, so round two stats come in. Uh, only two people maxed out their secondary objectives, and they were not the same ones that maxed them in round one. <laughs> At this point, I'm seeing a lot of great shot cards being yep. turned in. <laughs> nice. Uh, order dice lost. Uh, I think one poor guy lost ten. No one else was in double digits. Uh, this was a much more even spread between major minors and draws. So I mean, almost complete spread between major minor draws. So which I'd expect out of timely objectives. Mm-hmm. So that brings us into round three, <laughs> which this scenario was relatively straightforward. Uh, this is a devastating attack, which is basically like meeting engagement, but kill the vehicles because they're worth more. Yep. I is, love was, that. Is all it was. Um, and let's see, who did you play in round three? Tor. Jeff? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Italy. Tor. Nice. Tor had his Italians. Yep. And yep. Tor's Italian list is, I mean, not it's it's, terrifying. So again, and, and, and Tor caught this this time. We took out the Avante Savoyer rule and we gave uh, Axis support yep. instead. Oh, and he used right. it this time. Nice. Yes, he did. Because he had, a, if I remember correctly, he has a, 
An M1440, so the machine. 1442 or or whatever, yeah, the machine gun heavy Italian tank. And he's got the Panzer III, the the fact one that's got all machine gun shots on it. Yep, 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 the the DACA. DACA DACA Panzer III. And then he had an armored car, I think, that had, you know, I think he's the one that has too many turrets on it, too, so he's got like three or four machine guns on that bastard, too. I don't know. That sounds Something right. that's got a ton of shooting on it. And he's like, now, you know, it's only on an advance order I have to make the test. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I, I know how that rule works. <laughs> and I'm terrified, yes. I'm properly scared. Oh, and it's one-man turret things? Uh, it's basically the same thing. Like, if you want to shoot it's more just... than one gun on it, you have to... Oh, sure. Multiple turrets. Multiple that's turrets, what it is. Yeah. Too, too many, many turrets, turrets, I think, yeah. is the actual yep. name. Yep. Yeah, too many secrets, too many turrets. But So he's got a ton of that. And I'm like, I'm not as afraid of his infantry, because he's got, you know, a couple green squads and he's got one unit of paratroopers with Panzerfaust and um I think he had a, uh, one of the ostrich feather fellas uh but it's like the, he doesn't have enough infantry yeah. to really scare me but those tanks are oh boy especially in scenarios where like we're taking bad points for casualties so mm-hmm. um however we're on <laughs> we're on to Pat's trench board um that was missing in action for a while. Uh, so there's just a shitload of hardcover. There's so much hardcover on this table. This this is one of the two heavy, dense terrain yep. tables that I have. Yeah, yeah. So there's hu- there's a huge trench network that covers most of the center of the board. Uh, there's a number of craters on fire that are, all, you know, big smoke columns coming out of them. And then there's a lot of trees, too. Groves of trees. So it yep, looks... Uh, Pretty much trees covering the entire yeah. line. There's the lines of sight are far and few between for cross shots, right? So you need to get up into the trenches if you want to have lines of fire. Which is what you'd expect if there's an actual trench. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, so for this scenario, it was you know it was killing units was scoring you and vehicles were scoring you extra points. So I sent my chaffee and my I sent all my vehicles up one side of the board within about ten inches of each other. Uh, and we just rolled forward trying to kill what we could. Chaffee advanced and got his armored car, uh, and I got one of his two tanks, I think. You know, I, I actually paid close attention to this game for a while, mostly because it's in the middle of the room. But there was, how many different times did his truck have at least six pins sitting in the back a of lot. it? He had, yeah, he had one truck. That's at least twice. He had one truck, I just, I could pin that, I could hit it, I just couldn't kill it, right? right. Just could not kill the damn thing. It's, it, yeah. He'd get six pins. He's like, I'm going to rally, clears the pins. And I put four more on before the turn was over. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's, he's commented that they were just delivering pins yeah. to their their local vendor. Right. Well, and the thing, I mean, it was worth, I think it was worth two points if I killed the damn thing. So it's like, you have to yes. kill it, right? And, uh, yep. But yeah, so like the Chaffee's doing work. That's do, the guys are trying to kill things. Um, he snipes one of my machine gun teams. I think that's the kill he got was one of my machine gun teams. At which point I started, like, I had been trying to advance guys up, but he has a sniper, and I've got a whole bunch of small teams. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. And I just backed him off to the back edge of the board. I was like, screw it. We're not getting anywhere near that guy. Preserve points. And preserve order there. So my tank killed his one of his tanks, one of his armored cars, and I think I finally did kill that truck eventually. And I think he killed one of my small teams back. And I think that was it. Uh, you know, I think we played six rounds, and I think that's where the game ended. Uh, because so many of our shots are over hard cover. I mean, we were we needed sevens, I think, on eighty percent of our shots, both of us, because there's just so much hard cover and you know long range down. 
just like to use. Yep. Yeah, hardcover down to do it. Period. Yep. So it's like it was a we, <laughs> we were throwing a lot of dice, but we weren't hitting a lot. <laughs> but yeah, I moved. I used the mobile tank and the armored car to score the points I could, and uh, and that did it. So he, I think he only lost three units, and I lost one, but that's still enough uh, because vehicles were worth extra for the major victory. So, but super fun game. Tours. Tor is really fun to talk to. He's social, and I love the man. And he plays just fine. You just kind of, he knows it too. He even had me pull first round dice to keep it moving faster. But we moved right along just fine. So he's, I think he's really working at it. Like we really, I thought we had good. a good pace. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, I, I kind of had a running gag with him every time I walked by round one and two. I'd just say, "Hey, Tor, next dice." <laughs> Not even looking at his table. I'd just say, "Hey, Tor, next." You know, dice. and the worst part is, is I'm over here thinking like I, I'm starting to decide that I need to pull my small teams back so they don't get snipered off the table because sniper doesn't care about hardcover. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Shit, I had the dice bag." So it was like a good like minute there where I was supposed to pull the next dice and I didn't. I was like, "Oh, Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm I become what I hate the most." That <laughs> happens. But he didn't mind. Tor is super fun to play with. So he's super fun just to talk he is. to. He is, and it was a really good game. I mean, not a lot of stuff died on either side of the board, but yeah, it was uh, it was still tense right to the end. So super fun. Uh, so end of round three, it looks like uh, we've got a really good mix. Uh, a little more to the major victories. Looks like two minor victories. Uh, secondary objectives. Uh, two people got three that are not the ones that got three in the first two <laughs> rounds. Jeez. Uh, the order dice loss are starting to stack up, though. There's starting to be some clear pull-aways and some clear in the in the mix there for the third for the third uh, tiebreaker. Okay. And that was that was the end of day one. Okay. Good day. So, uh, end of day one, looks like we had, let's see, Jeff and Monty were pretty much at the top. It looks like. I'm not. I'm not sorting this right now, just because I'm just. I'm just kind of eyeballing it. Yeah, we've got uh, 50, 45, 45, 40, 40, 40, 40. So there's there's a clear there's a clear line between the top six and the rest of the division. So okay. So obviously those people are gonna have to deal with each other beginning around four the next day. Uh, so we went out with the, I think we went to Devani's, yeah, right, yeah, Jeff? Yeah, Devani's right over there, yep. Bunch of local guys, and I took about the longest way possible because I <laughs> turned the wrong way out of the store. Well, because my phone was in my hand in such a way that its left turn or right turn was, like, not adjusting to where my car was oh, and it was oh, backing out of it. Yeah. Like, it's hilarious because the direct route to the Devani's from the parking lot of the thing is literally two turns. Yeah, I made at least yep. four. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> yeah. I got there. You got there. Eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yep. So it was nice to chit-chat with everyone that showed up for it. I think there was, what, six or eight of us or oh, something yeah, like that? Eight of us by the at peak, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was super nice. Yeah, and I hadn't been in Devani's in, like, a decade, so, you know, it was, it was cool. Uh, Devani's is my go-to. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Sorry, here's a tangent for you. I was like, I'm eating it, and I'm like, this tastes well, this due. tastes really good and familiar. I was like, oh, that's right. Every time we make pizzas in the uni here at home, we use Devani's pizza sauce in it. So I was like, uh, there you go. Okay. That's why this tastes so good. <laughs> nice. So, 
Hey, a, a separate further tangent, uh, to tangent on your tangent. <laughs> uh, I, I got a Boundary Water trip coming up, and tomorrow going into the dehydrator is actually some Devani's pizza sauce. Nice. I want to try that sometime. I didn't know. You, I had never thought of dehydrating pizza sauce. Do you rehydrate it, I assume? You don't just eat it like beef jerky. <laughs> no, you absolutely rehydrate it with hot okay. water. All right, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> yes. It's like a... This is the worst fruit roll I've ever had. Got it. Oh, I mean, tomatoes are fruit, so, I mean, it's a thing. Right? Tomato leather. fruit roll up. Oh, it sounds awful. No. No, you break it apart, rehydrate. It takes about... 20 minutes with hot water, about okay. 40 minutes with cold water. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was the end of day one. And, and lo and behold, everybody made it back for day two. Nice. Hey, congratulations. Nice. I knew you talked about someone who said they maybe couldn't play on Sunday or Saturday, one of the one of the days. Did that player uh, just not play? That player did not play. Okay. So, but I wasn't sure, you know, sometimes the people who are – just don't show up for day two, but everyone did, which is good. Yeah, great. So, and they even knew what the scenario was, and they still showed up yeah. for it. <laughs> and that was that was the uh, it was the only attacker defender scenario. It was those surrounded. Uh, okay. And this is this is straight out of the book, but it's tweaked to do the major minor victory thing, which I love to do because it really adds some separation. Yeah. Okay. I actually really liked your other tweak with this one, Pat. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was the one victory point for every uh, enemy infantry artillery and two victory points for every non for not every enemy non-transport vehicle. Yep. yep. Which, if you read that, so, means empty transports score zero. Yep. Completely expendable. And I did go through that morning of and also make sure that everyone was clear on that particular fact before the game started. Um <laughs> I also made a blanket announcement. I said, okay, you will start today with nine secondary objective cards. We have some up here. Refill what you need to and interpret that however you want to. Yep. Sure. People kept asking questions, and I said, interpret that however you want to. Have nine secondary objective cards in your hand. Yep. And I had alluded to the day before that getting here early and picking up second objective cards might be in your favor because there is a finite amount yes right i've only made so many of each of the cards which is fine which is perfect uh, there's a lot of people who picked up the uh exploding tank one more than once yep yeah <laughs> there sure was so, <clears throat> yes and there was quite an uptick in secondary, secondary objectives the second imagine day imagine that <laughs> oh look at that yeah yeah so so that was by design Sure. If you haven't figured out by now, everything I do is by design. It's just a question of it's good design or not. It's most things in life, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, as my father often said, there's no such thing as coincidence, just plans other people didn't tell you about. <laughs> it's equally, yeah. Yes. So, in round four, Jeff, who did you Monty. play? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you guys were deadlocked yep. there. Yeah, I, I had to play Monty and. Well, my, I love Monty. Uh, and he was rolling hard the, the day one. <laughs> yeah, well, he, uh, God bless the man. He's like, he's like, man, he's like, everybody was like talking to me like how I could bring such a hard list. I didn't, I didn't realize what I'd done. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, dude, it's okay. 
Uh, Monty had the uh, grandma's cooking of the uh, British yeah. list. All Gurkha, 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 Gurkha. Double Stewart. Double Stewart. Double Machine Gun Stewart. Wait, and he didn't know he had the most optimized <laughs> version of the list. Well, Come I on, Monty. No, that don't Have you not ever been on the internet ever, Monty? <laughs> <laughs> or listen to any episode, because I think we we complain about Gurkhas in every episode. Every episode. And I was like, commenting to him everyone. that I was like, I, that was we, my uh, comment that started it. I was just like. We don't complain. We just note that they're possibly undercosted. Yeah. 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 Well, not, not possibly. I, compl- I complain. <laughs> And I'd commented as like, it was like the British have so many freaking special rules, Monty. Jesus, he goes, oh yeah, I noticed. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's the well, it's, at least he noticed. he noticed. Yeah, it's the home cooking Gurkhas. It's you know, I think my biggest and sorry, I'm going to complain about Gurkhas again because I'm going to complain about Gurkhas again. My biggest problem with them is that the combos you can build with the British special rules are kind of ridiculous. Up and Adam with scary blighters is like, get the fuck out, man. It's pretty bonkers, right? It happens too real fast. It's too much. Yeah. For all, for all, for it's, free. It, it's fine. All for free. It's fine. I mean, that should be like six points of special rules there, per dude. But whatever, it's cool. So yeah, so we're playing surrounded, and I love Monty because when Monty, well, Monty and I have played. Um, I have abused Monty a couple times in games, um, like bad, like really wrecked his day a couple times when we played in tournaments. Like like he'll show you on the dolly where you yeah. touched him? Yeah. Yikes. And as a consequence, okay. I'm, I'm, I think I might be in his head a little bit. So he's like overthinking things when we're playing. Um, which I encourage. Uh, <laughs> when you're on that side yeah. of the table, yeah. yes. I encourage because it's... Monty is a... Monty, I don't... He probably knows this because I think someone's told him by now. But like he thinks out loud. He, he does. does. Yeah, yeah he, he does. And he walks through his decision-making thinking out loud. And so one of the best things you can do is just shut up and listen to him and be like, okay, that's what he's thinking. All right. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that. Okay, that's not, okay. That's yeah. good. <laughs> so it's like, so I know if like something's like kind of bugging him or he's worried about a certain unit, I start, I start exaggerating maybe what that unit might be doing uh, if I want to put more attention on it. So, you know. Sure. <clears throat> what you can do head games in both uh, action? Yeah, yeah. Hang on, wait. Hey, a minute, I learned wait everything a minute, I learned from Stents. So, yeah. <laughs> getting yeah. getting abused by Stents repeatedly in both action games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, okay, so we're playing surrounded, and we're on my Kelly's Heroes board. So lots of buildings, um, but an open square in the middle. We roll the dice. Monty wins the. Uh, I won the roll. I got the roll on this one. Because Monty's like, I don't know if I should be attack or defender here. I don't know what I should do. Not sure what to take here. And I was like, well, I'm going to win the roll and solve your issue for you. I win the roll and I'm like, I'm taking attacker. It's not even a question. I want to be attacker on this one. Uh, so I take the attacking thing. And, of course, um, i trying to remember how that one rolls on. So he sets his guys up. Um, I think I get a preliminary bombardment on this one. And I think, pretty sure I fluff like half the rolls again, so half his units don't take any pins. But that's kind of just been orders of the day lately. Um, Pat, is this one a first wave then, too? I'm trying to remember how this one worked. I'm trying to remember how I got all my guys on the board. I feel like this one is first wave. Yeah, that's right. This one's first wave, okay. Mm-hmm. And then reserves can come in from anywhere. That's right. So my first wave comes right, on. Right, because it it's confused, yes. right? 
Yes, because it's confused yep. reinforcements. Uh, that's surrounded. Right. Yep. yep. So I was going to talk through that for a second. <laughs> yep. No Doing worries. a Monty. Doing just, a Monty here on the podcast. You just, um, it's like you just can't follow, follow the person on. Exactly. Like I can't come on from the side he just came on yeah. from. Now I've learned my lesson about this one, so I come in in the corner. And so I bring, I start bringing units up far justified right, except uh, I've read the packet, uh, so I know my transports don't count for anything. So I'm advancing guys up on the right side, and he's got one unit of Gurkhas up very near my table edge, right? 12, well, 12 inches away, because that's where he could be. And uh, they're in behind some bushes from one direction. So I start shooting these guys. Everything I can throw at them. I'm throwing pins on them. I'm trying to kill them. Many of these guys, I'd love to kill these guys out, but I can't ever seem to kill half the unit at any one time. Uh, but I end up driving both trucks up there, point blank machine gunning them, knowing that they're going to charge and kill these trucks if I don't wipe them out to a man. And I did not wipe them out to a man. I put like seven pins on them. But with up and at them, they don't care. Yeah. Jesus, that's still a lot of fire. <laughs> it's a ton of fire. There's one, I, I took the unit down to th from, I think, eight to three. So I had them down to three models. But three models is three models. So he charges the truck, does the damage, destroys the truck. And I was like, well, it got to shoot. It did its job. Right, and he's like, "Well, it's going to score," and I was like, "No, it's not. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a completely expendable unit, which is why I was so yep. brazen with it. Uh, otherwise, I concentrated my units onto the one side, uh, and then we started uh, getting to the next, get the next round for reserves coming on, and Monty gets the first dice, and he brings his guys on my table edge, but he he doesn't bring you know he doesn't bring them on into my cluster guys because he's deployed almost all of his Gurkhas." on the board, right? He's only got one unit of Gurkhas in a truck, a flamethrower team in a truck, um, I think another flamethrower team on foot, I want to say, and then... Yep. What did he still have in reserve? I think he still had one of his tanks in reserve. Maybe both of his tanks in reserve. I'm not quite sure on that. Um, but he's bringing everything on to do some damage. Uh, but he's, 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 he's getting my table edge, right? So I can't bring anything on my long edge. So I'm stuck on either short edge. Well, I don't, I don't really want to be either of those places. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be any of those places. But I'm bringing my infantry on from the right side. I'm shooting things up. And um, he fails to bring his Gurkha truck on at least once, maybe two turns. Like He just was having a hell of a time getting his reserves on the table. Got one of his stewards on that messed up... Uh, what did I do? Okay, so I brought my I brought my chaffee forward to shoot to try to kill some more Gurkhas because you have to kill the Gurkhas because they are going to, if they get within assault range, they're going to wreck me. They're, they're yeah, done. I'm yeah. done. They're going to just especially since all your stuff is regular or inexperienced. <laughs> they are going well, to yeah, murder yeah. me. So he's got so the one unit that I was shooting up with the trucks is eliminated. Now he's got a second unit that's up behind a building, so I got to drive the chaffee onto the table. And I drive up and basically point blank these guys with the main gun and the whole machine gun. And I shoot the high explosive main gun because it's a three. It's going to be a two inch two inch HE. And it's that first turn. I think it was a three to hit. And point blank moved, canceled point blank. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I miss with the main gun, but I kill a couple guys with the with the other gun. He brings this course. He can bring the steward on. Now, now I had to bring my chaffee on at an angle and run it down a road because I couldn't come on my back table edge. He gets a dice and keeps, he can keep coming on my back table edge as long as, you know, he can just do all his units back there if he wants to, which is a pain in the ass. But it is what it is. He brings his steward on. His steward 
misses the Chaffee at point blank range. Thank you. That helped. I get my Greyhound. It comes on from the other edge because there's a long road on that map, and it's wheeled, so now it can drive really far on in advance. This is the hedgerow table, correct? Uh, this is the Kelly's Heroes one with oh, okay. a big open square in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I drive it all the way up to the other edge, and I pop his Stuart in the butt with uh, with the Greyhound. Light anti-tank gun, back shot on the Stuart. It's, yeah, it was it was juicy. I could not pass that up. Uh, and so he's got that other Stuart left to bring on, and then he's got a couple trucks, dudes and trucks. I move my machine guns on. Again, I have to bring them on from the corner. So I have machine gun teams, two on the left side, one on the right side. And I brought them on, and then that next turn, it's like, I give him ambush orders, and I just have him covering that long table edge. I was like, screw it. I'm covering it. And in ambush, and he has a truck full of Gurkhas coming, and he brings them on, and he brings them on right next to that machine gun team, right in front of him. He's going to have to get shot at no matter what, right? He's going to get shot at. But he brings them on right in front of that because he wants to be where all my dudes are because he knows if he drops those Gurkhas in the midst of four of my squads, he's going to eat them by the game time the game's over. Well, he drives on. I was like, I'm going to wait my ambush here on this road until you're exactly parallel with me. Then I'm going to take my shot. It was within six inches, so point blank. Hit the truck four times, killed the truck. Dumped the guys out of the truck, and I did uh, three or four casualties. It was pretty damn good. Roll. Nice. Really nice. Nice. Very nice. And now his guys are out of the truck, down, in front of all my dudes with rifles. So they just got chewed right up, which was beautiful. Uh... And actually, now that I think about this one, he brings the flamethrower team on in an armored in a in a jeep, and he wants to shoot the chappie with it, or maybe the greyhound. They come on, uh, and I shoot them. I only pin them with the machine gun the first time. I didn't kill them when they came on the board, but I pin them, and that's enough. When they get out, he missed the flamethrower misses on its shot. With the extra, the extra pin. pin saves the day. And sure. the next turn, I just gunned them all down. Chappie swims swings the turret around, just machine guns dudes to death. It's great. I love I love uh, that thing. Yeah, you 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 chewed up his unit it's pretty, pretty hard. hardcore. And then uh, my Nebelwerfer, which he's terrified of, and is getting an in an inordinate amount of things shot at it, like his artillery pieces and his mortar. I think it was his mortar are all trying to shoot my multi launcher, and I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> I want him to shoot that multi launcher because most of the time that multi launcher doesn't actually kill anything. It's purely psychological. Yeah. And if it's soaking fire, that's that's just gravy to me. Um, so it was lovely. Uh, so we moved up, and we just, you know, once the uh, I got the other stu- the other Stuart comes on, misses its shot, and I, th- I think the Chaffee might have killed that one, or the Greyhound kills that one. Somebody gets that one. I'm not too worried about it because I've got a lot of anti tank options now that he's down a Stuart. And then it's just uh, sit around, stay out of charge range. You can move forward or backward with American infantry and just yep. chew up his units. And that's exactly what it is. I just sat there and chewed on him for the rest of the game. And poor Monty was like, I think I got 12 of his 16 dice. And we were just like, Jeez. we're done. <laughs> that, I can confirm you You, you recorded 12 yeah. kills, yes. Yeah. Got my 70, destroy 75% of your enemy, and we're like, okay, we're good. And he's like, he's, I felt a little bad because he's like, I just don't know what I did. You know, I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. Because he's like, this list works so good, but then I play you and this happens. And I was like, well, you definitely want to be attacker in this scenario if you get the choice. I didn't, I didn't give you that choice, but you want to be. And you want those Gurkhas coming on from reserve because you want them in close combat, right? 
you want those guys to step on and then you get the next order dice the next turn and you want to be charging guys and killing them. You know? Yep. Anytime a Gurkha isn't charging somebody, yeah, you're not that you're paying for the points for it, but it's not doing its job. <laughs> and to be fair, uh, for the multiple times I've played this scenario, both as attacker and defender, I don't think I've ever lost this scenario either way. Either defending or attacking. No, I... I think I might have drawn it once, but otherwise, attacking or defending, I've done very well with it. Yeah. And I told Monty that. I said, he's like, I don't get to play this scenario very often, so I'm not sure what to do. I said, yeah, you need to come to Bug Eater more, because... Yeah, that's a guaranteed one. Every year we play this. Days, round oh, three. I have played this scenario yep. so many damn times. And I have played against, I hate to say this, but I've seen enough Gurkha Stewart spam in the last 18 months to, you know, choke a camel, so... I know exactly what I need to be doing and not be doing when I'm playing Gurkha Stewart lists. You yep. Know, you just got to know how to stay out of range of things. But Monty's a super cool dude. It was a super fun game. I hope he had fun. I know <laughs> he was. He got chewed up a yeah. bit. Well, I chewed up his partisans at uh, the summer. What was that? Theaters of War we played last summer. and uh, Was it Theaters of War or was it the Partners? Uh, the Theaters of War one. He got chewed up. The partners okay, so two years we, were, ago. we played together at the partners one. Okay. And then I, yeah, he just, he's like, I think we're going to go play Russians. And I was like, there you go, man. That's that's the choice. Go play <laughs> Russians. <laughs> go, play your, go play your body armor uh, engineers, yep. right? Well, I, the thing is, is, you know, and we were talking about it. He doesn't play that list to be like the rock hard list. It's just, if you can critically analyze it, it's by far the most efficient use of points. Right. Hundred percent agree. It's it's just efficient. It, it's it's grandma's cooking yep. to the T. Yep. It's a beautiful, hyper efficient list. I don't. I mean, if you want to play Brits efficiently, that is one hundred percent the list you should play all day long. Yeah. So, well, yeah, super fun game, but just I mean, steamroller. Once once it got going, it was. It steamrolled pretty hard on him, but again, those first couple turns, I wasn't sure I was going to even. I, I, I could very easily have lost that game. A couple things go different, so. But tons of fun. So a lot less actual. Um, the major victories were only five in this round. Surprise! It was that few. So, so yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was a decisive round. I'll say. Um. Uh, secondary objectives were the most that were scored in this round of the entire tournament. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, five players maxed on their secondary objectives. Wow. I'm assuming when you the secondary objectives, they couldn't turn the same one in more than once, right? In the same round, sorry. No, I think they could in this one. So if you kill one tank, you could throw three oh, secondary no, no, objectives. No, no, no. you guys could kill three tanks. Okay, but you could do it three times, but you'd have, yes. like, right. You can only kill the HQ once unless they had Correct. two HQs yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Okay, right. all right, cool. Yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yep. So uh, fairly decisive round four. Uh, let's see, one, two, three. We've got four players that are all sitting at 60, 65, 55, 65, and 70 points. So, yeah, we've got 
very very decisive round final round matchups and uh, Jeff finally ran into some Japanese. Well, I finally got to play a Japanese player. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Jeremy Edwards, who I believe was one of the top players at Bug Eater last that year, would not surprise me. Not he's won an ex- it, if not won it all he's together. He's an excellent player. So, and yeah. he had a, a non—I consider a non-standard Japanese list. It was very much. It only had two bamboo squads, and it's got. It actually had some veteran yes. infantry. <laughs> I told him that specifically when I saw his list. I was like, "Oh shit!" I mean, <laughs> it's not veterans. The Japanese veterans are still. It's not. Yeah, Japanese veterans are super good. Yeah, they're super worth, good. One hundred percent worth their points. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Because like, the bamboo guys are scary because they're going to keep charging at you, moving towards you. Right? But you, you can, can afford kill them. so many of them. Yeah, and you can afford so many, but you can kill them. Yeah. Like, Masked Fire will kill them, eventually. But the veteran guys, uh-uh. <laughs> they do work. They'll chew they, through. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. They're they're brutal. Brutal. So, And my personal favorite, he also had two spigot mortars. Ah, uh, yeah, he did. Those were causing some trouble all throughout the entire Yikes. tournament. Yeah. They were just ridiculously. Two, of them. two spigot mortars. Uh, he had a... Make a cheese. Yeah, I think his. Was, I think it was just a mirror list, actually. Okay. So I mean, he had, close. His know, tanks were slightly different. It's very. Yeah, the tanks. But were everything different. else yeah, is very we'll, similar. Time permitting, we'll get to. He'll be. He's one of the spoiler. One of the top six that we'll get yeah, to go yeah. through their list with. I think he had a chi ha or a chi ho. Not sure. He had a medium. One of the medium tanks, and then the other one I think might have been a tight ninety-seven. It was a lighter tank. Um, but I had. A, I think it had a low-velocity anti-tank gun on it. Yeah, sounds right. Probably the 97 armored car. Well, he had an armored car, too. Yeah, armored car and two tanks. Okay. Well, yeah. The tanks are different. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to his Yeah, we'll have to go through his list later. But, it's just, but needless to say, it's, I mean, it's round five. I know this guy knows how to play the game of bolt action. And he's got a hell of a strong list. So it's, uh, it's nerve-wracking. Uh, and we're playing on the uh, tutor. I call it the tutor board. It's all the nice tutor buildings we got from... Um, Jacob, Jacob, thank you. Yeah, yep, beautiful yep, yep. table. I love that table. And, and to me personally, I think this is the pinnacle of if you're going to do a, this is your standard bolt action table. Yeah. This is what yep, it is. I, I would agree. It perfect mix of cover, non cover, open roads, yep. and everything is there. You know, the the tank traps in the right spot, and just some decorative trees that sometimes get on the table, sometimes yep. don't, <laughs> depending who sets it up or where the trees yeah, ended absolutely. up. Uh, but the trees don't do anything. They're just aesthetics. Yeah. You know, they're just single. They're not representing a dead strain. But this is like, if this is a bolt action, this is your prime example of what a bolt action table should yep. be. And it is gorgeous on top yep. of it because Jacob is a fantastic yeah. painter. 100% agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, 100% agree. Oh. And I just, before, before round five starts, I just want to give a T.O. high five to myself. I have managed to get a 20-man tournament, five rounds. Nobody had duplicate opponents. Nobody played in the same table twice. That is impressive. Well done. That, yep. yeah. Good job, Romstray. And and all of them were still Swiss paired. You know, of course, you are you have people with plus or minus five points at this point, but those are virtually equal. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, that was super awesome. And then, 
it almost didn't happen. I, I, I put the car, the the scores up. I'm like, ah, there we go, perfect. And then I noticed, like, no, wait, he played in this table. No. <laughs> Fortunately, it was lunch, and everyone was still hanging around doing whatever, so I was able to quick switch it. And I'm like, all right, there we go. Now nobody's played in the same table. No one's played the same phone. Nice, it's perfect. That was very satisfactory to have that. Yep. So in the final scenario was, uh, I'm going to say relatively new, but it has been played before. Um, it was done, actually it was, I think, it's based on a, a jugger scenario, but it's corrected, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's called Objective Grab, and at the end of the round, if you, are, if you do claim an objective... You grab it. You put your marker on it. That's yours until someone takes it back from you. It can't be contested later. It has to be controlled later by somebody yep. else. So that's that's a key difference, and I did go around and specify that key difference beginning of the round to everybody's like, you control it, you control it until it's taken back. You can't contest it in later rounds. Yep. So, uh, and this one was also uh, the first wave. So it's, it's a little little speedier play. Yeah. And then uh, you and Jeremy tilted off. Yes, we did. And, and so you guys were basically battling for first. And then <laughs> I think Ryan W. and Rick Davis were basically battling for potentially first. Yes. Yeah. Because Ryan was right there in the mix with you. He was at uh, – he was at – I intentionally didn't tell you this, mm. but basically, if you had drawn and he had minored, he would have won. It's sorry, if he had majored and you had drawn, he yeah, would have he'd won. He'd be ten points on. There you go. Yep, yep. So he's within striking distance. Of course, obviously, your opponent is right in your face, and obviously, very much in striking distance too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is one of those. This this is weird how both action always comes down to like, okay, you're playing for first or fourth. Yeah when you're in the last round of these type of yeah. things. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's super nerve-wracking if you're trying to actually win because it's like you know you have to win your last round. Yeah, you, you, you can't play soft and, like, cush your way yeah. into it. No, and there's no there's no amount of lead that's insurmountable <laughs> if you get tagged, so. But, yeah. So, yeah, um... This is a fun. This is a fun game. Uh, he is an excellent player. That list is terrifying to me, just a little bit. Double spigots is yeah. gross. So thankfully, it's a first wave, so the spigots can't shoot that first turn. Uh, none of our artillery can. Uh, he brings on. Uh, let's see how did the tank comes. Uh, well, so like, okay, start over. So there's a couple roads on this table. So I'm bringing some stuff on. Machine gun team's coming up the left side. I'm trying to hold off bringing my tank on to the end because I want to respond to where his tanks come on. Same with the armored car. And I'm trying to hold back on as much of my my trucks full of my trucks with dudes in them as I can. But it's going, it's going. He has um, truck full of dudes, engineers with a flamethrower, come up a road on the corner on the very side of the board, and trucks up behind the building. I was like, well, shit, okay. I get my order dice. I was like, screw it, here comes my truck with dudes on it. Drives up, advances up, machine guns his truck and kills it. Nice. Dumps the dudes out, they get the down order. Get the next order dice, my guys get out and shoot them to pieces. And I was like, yes. That worked out super well to get rid of that flamethrower engineer team, right? 
But the bad, the downside is, is normally with Japanese, you do not want to get near them either, right? <laughs> you want to stay back and kill as many with rifle fire as you can before they get to you. So, so get real close without looking like you're getting close. <sighs> yeah. Well, I ended up getting a hell of a lot closer than I ever wanted to there. But it's like, you know, sometimes you just have to play aggressive if you want to if you want to win. And so rather than leave those guys with their ass on a limb, I ended up shifting three of my squads of dudes up into that same area because there was an objective marker up in that area. So I just I poured dudes into that little corner of the board. And he brings his tank up there. And, of course, his tank is, you know, it's, it's shooting and killing dudes. So I'm just going, whatever unit he's targeting, I'm going down with if I can, right? Get in cover and then just go down and try to minimize casualties. So those guys are getting chewed up. Put a unit of guys in the building there because there was a building fairly close to it too. Uh, his other tank is coming up the center of the board. Bring the Chaffee on. Chaffee takes the road, drives right out into the open in the middle of the damn board, and pops his tank. Felt great. That Chaffee, when it's shooting at other tanks, that Chaffee's a, a menace. It couldn't hit a damn thing with its high explosive, but it was a menace when it was shooting that armor piercing. It just it punches above its Way weight class so above. well. I think that just... For 15 points over the Daka Stewart, it's just like, I am really drawn to yeah. that thing so it's hard. Night, it's, if you're shooting other tanks, it is night and day better. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, Just absolutely. night and day better. So, and then uh, getting into turn... So, I set my machine gun teams up to cover in case... I, I had assumed he would be running forward with his bamboo squad as fast as possible. Now, it helped out that he had brought them up behind a building to keep them out of line of sight from the machine guns. Uh, I fired my multi-launcher and I scored a hit on the bamboo team and I scored a hit on one of his spigot mortars. Nice. Could No complaints, right? That fucking right. multi-launcher hasn't done a goddamn thing this whole tournament. Suddenly it's starting to drop hits in the fifth round. Yeah, I'll take that all day long. So it's pins on everything. I don't wipe either unit because I don't wipe units apparently, but I absolutely pinned them. And they didn't have line of sight to anything, so they were going to need to do an order test if they wanted to do anything which was great, slows them down for a turn. Spigot Mortar takes some pins. I bring the uh, armored car on because I need to put as many pins on those Spigot Mortars as I possibly can so they don't fire at me. <laughs> Cause I, uh, yeah, because they're inexperienced, yeah. of course. And I want nothing to do with that. So I'm putting pins and throwing fire downrange at stuff, which is awesome. That's actually super helpful. Uh, turn 2 starts up. He's got like six units around one building. I have to take the multi-launcher shot, and I clip the other. I'm pretty sure I clip the other spigot mortar. Again, don't kill it, but I throw pins on it, which is what I need to do. Um, I don't. I took some units. I put pins on things. I killed a couple guys here and there. I put well, they're, they're Japanese, so they're not going to run away from massive casualties anyway. They don't care. They're fanatics. They don't give a rat's ass about that. Right. But I'm pinning things, which is great. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? I read the scenario. I've already claimed that right objective because I had guys on it and he didn't at the end of the turn. I <laughs> run both my machine guns up so they can capture the left objective, even though they're kind of ass hanging out in the wind here towards the end of the turn. And I run a squad, a, another, a third machine gun up to capture the middle objective again. So now I've got control of all three objectives now at the end of, I think, turn two. And I was like, all right, now I just need to keep him away from me for the rest of the game or keep something on those objectives to the end of the game. I was like, I can, I can do that. <laughs> so uh, he starts, I mean, he's, he's trying to advance stuff up. There's a lot of gunfighting going on, on that right side where the truck went down at, where the tank shooting things. Um, we're shooting the ever-loving bejesus out of each other over there. But 
I'm in cover. I know where to go down. I've got four of my five infantry squads in that area. So his bamboo spearfighters eventually get up there and kill one of the squads, but I kill enough of them in return that they're, they get rifled down after that. Um, he's got a unit. Uh, I, I brought the other truck up there for machine gun support. Uh, his tank shoots it and hits it, and I think he rolled a one to penetrate, which was great. Uh, so basically just put a round clean through it. And then I think the next turn he shot it and immobilized it, which was like, I'll take that all day long because it's not dead. Um, his veteran infantry squad is advancing. I'm putting pins on them because I want to make sure that they, um, if they want to choose to not charge the closest unit, which is that truck, I want them to have to make an order test. Yep. Yep. Tight him. And he and he yep. does. He wants to choose, He wants to not charge that truck, and I think he failed that order test, and they went down. And I was like, sweet. I will take that all day. That worked out really well. Because I'm, I'm, I'm frenzy baiting. That's all I'm doing. I'm sticking expendable stuff out there to frenzy bait so they don't charge my infantry squads. Wow. Second old Warhammer reference. In yep. Way. Yep. That's totally legit. Checks yep. out. Uh, those machine gun teams, there's buildings close to both of the other objectives, so I shift guys into the buildings. I was just not going to make it easy to shoot them. Uh, he moves the squad up to the center into the dragon's teeth there. My tank is trying to shoot and kill these guys. And, again, I'm missing with the high explosive at point blank, which is frustrating. Weird. It's what it is. And then here come the two suicide anti-tank guys creeping up. And I'm thinking, shit, because they will, they will wreck a chaffy if they get to it, right? Yeah, so they'll a, wreck a lot of shit if they get to no, it. They'll wreck anything if they'll, they get to they'll, it. They'll wreck whatever they touch. <laughs> so I put my one infantry squad that's not in that giant furball on the left side in ambush. And I had my officer in a, I had my officer in a building by herself about third of the way up the board as i get towards the end of the turn and i was like all right we're just uh we're just gonna ambush the squad here we'll hang out there so he activates the first suicide anti-tank guy and that one has a clear line to the chaffee so he starts running out and i come out of ambush and i kill him i was like thank god that saved the chaffee well he's got another one except the other one would have to go across rough terrain so he can't make the 12 inches he has to go six inches i was like Okay, so he goes up six inches. So now that dude's standing in the open, and there's only a couple order dice left in the sack. If he gets the first one next turn, he's going to charge and kill that chaffy, 100%. Pull the, my order dice comes up, and I was like, we're doing this. Sent my officer halfway up the table. Out of the building, she just runs out, clean out of the building. Now, next turn comes around, I get the first order dice, I charge my officer into the <laughs> suicide and a tank guy. It's nice. Like, it's like, we're going, baby. I approve this action. <laughs> we're going. <laughs> And inexperienced is inexperienced versus inexperienced, but I had him in the open, so I got the first roll. Yep, I was like, oh, nice. thank God. So, Did your officer have a submachine gun? No, my off. No, oh. in my American list, my officer always has a rifle because ah. move and shoot twenty four inches. Well, I guess tough fighter against one guy doesn't, doesn't really matter, matter no. does it? If I, <laughs> Either he's no. dead and you yeah. kill him again, or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So no, I always I always go with a rifle for Americans. Any other army, I would have an SMG or an assault rifle. Yep, I do. But Americans rifle all the way. So, and I got a six-inch consolidation move on the officer too. So I was way the hell up the board then, which was great. Nice. So, um, at that point, it's just him trying to get up and to, like, he's got to kill things to contest anything, right? To take him over because he can't switch it by contesting. I park the chaffee right. right next to those veterans, so if they want a bonsai, they're gonna have to bonsai the tank, and I will take that. Uh, rather than bonsaiing any of my infantry squads. 
and then I run that Greyhound up the very left side of the board and turn the corner towards that bigger squad of bamboo spearmen, so that if he wants to bonsai, he's got to go for the ch got to go for the armored car. And yep. I'd already used the order dice, so if he wanted to, he was going to get the armored car, but that wasn't going to help him win the game. And so he made the order he he uh, made the order test to charge or to to bonsai, but he he ran instead of charging. I don't know if he had the range. I think he thought he was out of range, but it's Japanese, so I don't know why you wouldn't run, or why you wouldn't assault, but he ran up to get near that objective, which, of course... He must have thought he was out of range. I think he thought he was out of range, yeah. and he wasn't. I think it was. I think he thought it was about 14 inches, and it was right at 12. Okay. So, it Right, happens. otherwise you, you try to pass the order check and yep. just and you, and bond. Yeah, exactly, yep. exactly. But... He got guys up close to the objective, but I'd already flipped it, and I had guys right there next to it. So, you know, by the way the grabbing scenarios works, they're still mine. Mm -hmm. So, game ends out. I've got I've got all the objectives, even though we've got guys near all of them now. Uh, I claimed them when they were open, and they're mine. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. it was a that was a really good game. Sounds uh, good. And uh, boy, it's playing Japanese is always scary because. They're very to me. They're very swingy. Um, like if they get a charge off, they they can wreck you, right? Oh yeah, in a hurry. Mm -hmm. um, and they're kind of scary to fight because like putting pins on them doesn't really mean dick. Uh, no, as long as they can funnel them where they want to go. Not really. Right. So you have to charge bait. Well, I mean it it means a lot less than putting pins on everyone else. Yeah, it's more important to me that like. A lot of my strategy is to shoot things enough that they're going to fail a leadership test and flee. Right? I want to kill half of a unit. I want to make them take a test. Yeah, Americans, with Americans pins. are going to be better at, at allocating pins. So, exactly. Or rather, throwing pins distributing out. Distributing pins. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I want to do, and that does not matter to the Japanese. No. And that that makes it harder yeah. to fight them. And they it's, it can it can be a real grind with Japanese depending upon how they build the list. So. Yeah, and that was an excellent list. I absolutely understand why he was at the top of the heap there because that was a brutal hard list. Nice. Um, and thankfully, he got I think he got three shots off with a spigot mortar by the game end, but at that point he was trying to shoot the armored car, and he, he rolled ones. Just He could not stop rolling ones to hit with that spigot mortar. So oh. <laughs> I was not complaining. No? <laughs> I mean, if he rolls a six, there's nothing you can do about it, right? Guy rolls a six right. with a heavy mortar of any, a mortar of any kind, you just have to take it because it's like... You know, the dice just screwed you today. Yes, it happens. Right. And I would not, yeah, I would let guys hit me with a six all day long. So, but it worked out really well. He's he appreciated getting charge bait. He's like, people always do, people always do that inadvertently. It's <laughs> <was> like, oh, <laughs> it's like I know to do that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, those, that four or five years in eighth edition of Warhammer. That's kind it, of. Yeah. I've seen enough chaos, freaking marauders, marauders, or whatever the demons marauders. were. No. Flails yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it was flails, right? Yeah. I think they were flails. like pink horrors or something or something like that were frenzy too. And it's just like, oh god, I want nothing to do with that. No, blood, blood, blood letters, uh, blood letters. Yep. Blood yeah. letters yeah. It's like, nope, we are charge baiting you everywhere I possibly can with stuff that's going to pull you away from the objectives. Yeah. So. At least blood letters were like expensive, yeah, right? and by the end, people were bringing like giant blocks of them. Ugh. It was like that. Was, death stars. Yeah, it's just super death star. Blood letters is hilarious. I had other words for it, sure. Yeah, well, well I mean, it's <laughs> gross as fuck, but right, you're just feeding it little ass units. You're like, all right, you're gonna have these guys next. Yep. Like, you're not getting, you're not getting the things that matter. Yeah. 
here, let me run these nobblers right up in front of that unit. Yeah, I'm exactly. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to offset them, so you're going to overrun right in, so I can flank charge you with my iron guts. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. And still hope you win. Yeah, and still <laughs> hope you win. That's right. So. <laughs> yeah, that was good old, day, good old days. Well, maybe we'll see those days again. I don't know that they're going to be the good old days anymore. But There'll be days. There'll be days. The, There'll be the good days old days like are never the I good mean, old days. Interestingly yeah. enough, I'm just doing some work downstairs in the basement, getting everything cleared away, and I, I found I found my old orc orker army. So, yeah, nice. I opened that up and I kind of looked back at those. I'm like, wow, it's like ten years ago now. So, yeah, it's, it's been a long, long time. time. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. It's, all my armies are sitting in the garage. It's probably not the best place for them to be sitting, but that's where they're sitting. Someday, maybe we'll get them out again. Well, Jeff, that sounded like like um, yeah. a good strong finish. It did, and like I told Pat, it's like I, I drew that first game, and I was like, if I want to, if I want that miniature for being one of the top three, I'm gonna have to do everything I can, and so I did everything I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you came over at the end of round three, and you just looked exhausted. You're like, well, Pat, I did everything I possibly could to win this <laughs> fucking like, thing. I, I couldn't have done anything else. I majored all four games after that first one. It's like that's literally nice. everything I could do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, so where did they end up, Pat? I mean, obviously we know Jeff did well, but how well did Jeff do? Well, uh, Jeff did very well. Yes. So Jeff actually, uh, Jeff took the, he is your Minnesota right. State Champion. Congratulations. Hey, congratulations. And he, and he also, so uh, when Warlord does their uh, certificate packs for these, they do the first, second, third, and a bunch of stuff, doesn't matter. And they leave you some blank ones that you can fill in yourself at your own discretion. And so uh, he also got the best general because he lost the fewest units by a lot nice. through the entire tournament. He lost uh, 11 or 12 11, or something right, like 11 that. 11 units lost. Jeez. It's Mother's Day tomorrow, so I'm sure that the, or the day after tomorrow. So... I'm feeling like those mothers really appreciate you taking care of the boys and getting. Well, you know, (laughs) I'm happy because I had five inexperienced units in that army, and I only lost. Oh yeah, we lost eleven units on the whole tournament. (laughs) I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, because you had. Well, we'll go over your list in a minute. So, yep. Uh, And then coming in second, uh, out of out of the blue, Ian Morritt came in because the the other two that were top going into it both had major losses and he had a major victory so he did the submarine oh, yeah, move nice. to yeah. pull into second nice uh by secondary objective by the way yeah. because nice. he was okay. he was tied with the other guy who beat the other guy who was in second place going into this or sorry was in third place going into this uh, and that was rick davis right. to third. Rick. nice nice job rick at, he's quietly he's quietly he's climbing. quietly very he's very good player yeah. no, that's just it right i played games against him and it's like First time I played him, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know anything about this guy. He's pretty quiet. Maybe this won't be so hard. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, no, he's really good. Yeah, Rick is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then into fourth place just off the podium was Ryan, who lost to Rick Davis Ryan in the last w. round. Okay. Nice yep, job, Ryan, Ryan W. And then in fifth place was Monty. Good job, Monty. Still and respectable. Then, Absolutely. And then money. Jeremy getting clubbed by Jeff in the last round still had enough points to click okay. into sixth. Okay. So, uh, and then just, just for fun, the accumulative opponent's score. Uh, Jeff, you had so 260. Essentially strength yeah. is scheduled. Well, you, you also got to figure that they didn't give any points to their opponent for, for the well. most part. All right. <laughs> 
So 260 for Jeff, 265 for Ian. Uh, Rick had 220, so like the lowest. Uh, and then uh, Ryan W. and Monty both had 295 points Ouch. for their opponents against them. And Jeremy had, well, I mean, they... They faced Jeff. They faced, <laughs> well, one of them faced Jeff. Yeah, fair. Monty did. And then uh, Jeremy still had 280 for his opponent's victory. So, I mean, those are all, those guys solidly placed yeah. where they were. Yeah. And all really good. Uh, and then, of course, we had we had the painting awards. Uh, and this won't surprise anybody, the fact that Monty <sighs> ran away with it. Army. Yeah. So, uh, and then Chris Foreman came in second. It was, he's really good. I mean, yeah. Uh, and then Ryan W. came in third for that, it looks like. And then we had our sportsman, uh, first place, uh, Jesse. And this was this was a tiebreaker. And, of course, tiebreaker for best sports is whoever had more battle score than the other person because if you're a nice guy and beat them, all the more to you. Right. So Jesse won the tiebreaker over Chris, and uh, Nat took third for that as well. Nice. So we also did have uh, we we'd mentioned the, uh, our sponsors real quick. Let's hit them before we go to the next part. Uh, so our sponsors were, of course, Warlord Games, uh, Rubicon USA, Kickass Mail Order, Father and Son Gaming, Osprey, and then we had a commission painter, uh, Wars War Game Zone is, uh, and he does really good stuff. And he had sent six things that were kind of in the mix and I'm like well with the count we have everybody's leaving with something you know there's prizes for everybody all the way down to the last place so I just raffled those off between rounds four and five and I just took Excel and did a random generator until I got six different names and then those went to uh, Ian Rick Davis got one Jeff got one Paul got one Tor got one and Tom got one now Tom is the youngest player in the group. Uh, he is Ian's son, who came over with him. He's 13, I think. And he's very excited. And he got to play uh, Matt Peterson nice. in the last round. Nice. And every time I walked by that table, he would look at me and go, I killed another unit. I killed <laughs> another unit. And Matt's smiling and, the whole time. And Matt's smiling the whole yeah. time, ear to ear. Because Matt's like, oh, no, no. If you place this template here, right here, you're not only like getting all this unit, but you're also getting part of this unit, too. And it's like, Matt, that's your own unit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so he basically tabled Matt, and he was so giddy about the whole thing. I was uh, I was uh, DMing with uh, Ian. I- I'm hoping his wife was driving home because <laughs> it was like 11 or 12 o'clock that night, and I knew they are driving back to uh, uh, not Iowa, further south than that. What's, what's just below Iowa? Anyway. Missouri. It's late. Brain's not working. They're, anyway, they're, they're from further south. That like the they drove they drove the furthest. But he's like, yeah, I just heard for the third time the the final round that uh, my son played his game, and yeah, he's regaled the whole tournament at least three times in the last three hours spent in the car. And I'm like, so he had some fun. And as soon as I saw that he, his name popped up in the random generator, I'm like, okay, he talked to me about this one model that him and his mom really liked. Yeah, give it to him. Absolutely. No questions asked. So got to hand those out. It was pretty cool. I had mentioned earlier that we had, you know, for every food bar, I was giving out raffle tickets for this for the uh, the order dice. And of the three sets, he got two of them. <laughs> nice. 
It was complete raffle. So he was pretty he was pretty stoked about his uh, his first tournament ever, That's which great. is great. It's nice. awesome. It's good to get him hooked young, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so. Yeah, and so I, I had the the cost sheet, and I netted a dollar and fifty three cents. Nice. Congratulations! Now tell the IRS that. <laughs> <laughs> Claim taxes on dollar fifty three. Well, Don't worry, they they took enough. <laughs> yeah, right. The biggest problem is, is if you use PayPal or something, and you generate enough tournament fees, you're gonna have to figure that well, out. Well, I also paid out through PayPal. Yeah, you're, you're fair. Yeah. I, we have ways yeah. of working with that, so no worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you can definitely yep. do it. You just have to remember that you're going to get some forms at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, yes, those were those will be filled out next year. I believe so, unless the technology doesn't catch up still. <sighs> who knows? But, yeah, yeah, yeah so, I mean, knows? so the venue was, as far as venues go, uh, and, and I did, I did, ask people this in the survey and I agree 100% the venue is at best a 4 out of 5 oh that high at best I would I would personally rate it as the space the space is excellent I thought the the food Such options suck. suck they serve beer which which is a bonus fine. if you drink brings it up yep so but, but I mean I had I had enough. they don't open up early they don't open enough. up early enough no, that's the, and that's awful. That's yep. the worst. That's the worst is you can't start around until what ten a.m. Ten. The, I I just guys, I really like that place, but I also really hate that place. There was things I really enjoyed about it, but like there's, it's just we've we we've talked a lot about it in our group, and it's just like the group. It's they're just making decisions I don't agree with personally. But, I agree with that. But they're, they're making decisions and a business model I don't think is a positive let's well and and i came in for lunch on the second day and i think i saw four people playing games in the main yeah. space on a saturday like on a saturday which is shocking cause right it yeah used to be packed so right and, and by packed like i mean 200 people right like loud it was yeah. loud. loud there was nowhere to there was nowhere to, like you're lucky if you got yep. a table Right, and you like you'd wait your turn. You like you'd put your quarters down on the table if you wanted to play yep. a game. Right, like I mean, proverbial, but you know, you would be waiting, which is great for a business that makes you feel good that they're booming and doing mm-hmm. well. But that just like went away. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, yeah, and and there there was some some fear from some of the players after they announced their you must $10, pay ten dollars. Yeah. Then they're like. Um, I'm coming to your tournament. Are you paying for this? And I'm like, no, you are in a paid event. We have the room booked. We're, you're not getting pinged for an extra 10 bucks. You better not be because then that would no. just like, let's, we're not going to do this here. Because at that point, you just collect the extra 10 bucks and you can get a hotel conference room or whatever. Yeah, yeah there, there's there's other options I might look at um, for this to continue forward. You know? Yeah. Yep. yeah. But I do like want to continue really it because I think it's great. Shame. If we're not, you're not able to continue because yeah. of the venue. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't. I mean, well. I I paid eighteen dollars for a Mountain Dew, a basket of fries, and a fucking gas station panini. Right for lunch. Uh, yeah. Both days. Yeah. And and my favorite is is like it's a it's a disposable cup with a disposable straw, and I like went to go get a refill, and you have to pay for a refill. Yeah, Wait, did you get a, yeah, I was like, get a straw? I couldn't find a fucking straw. I didn't get a straw. 
Oh, maybe I didn't get a straw. Maybe I, I wanted I got a straw, straw really bad. I hate drinking from bottles, but <laughs> oh, you hoity-toity! I, 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 I well, and I'll be, I'll bet you, like <sighs> on Sunday, like we're gonna start the round. I got there early, grabbed my thing, and then I went to get a drink before the round starts. Right? And guys, yep. he hasn't put any of the nozzles on the pot machine yet, so he's like, "Oh, I'll just put the nozzles okay. on." So he throws them on, and I get my cherry coke, and it is flat, oh, no carbonation. No. After the first round, before the second one, I went to get a cherry coke with lunch. Kid pours it out. He sees it's flat still, so he puts a squirt of diet coke on top so it doesn't fizz. I'm just like, <laughs> well, at least he did something. That's yeah, the fix. That was the fix. Was like, Jesus Christ, kid. I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess. Barely. Uh, that you know, that not much. much. Well, I mean, I, I might have just had water at that I, point. I, I actually did. <laughs> I got my water bottle out and I just filled it out of the nice. out of the confusing drinking fountain that was like don't use this fountain but it's like actually I think it was just don't use the bottom full part of it <laughs> don't use this fountain unless you have to use this fountain it's this like, way don't drink well, it's water like, don't put a sign on like that say like the, the bottle fill portion is what's broken right because it's like if this is non-potable water you need to tell people it's non-potable water yeah. <laughs> right. right right yeah that's the thing <laughs> but whatever I don't know I, it's frustrating. Like it used to be, my complaint about Fantasy Flight Games when it was fantasy when it was Fantasy Flight Game Store Game Center. Yep. Was the reason I didn't yep. want to go there for the club is because it's too goddamn loud. Yeah. There were so many people. It was too loud. That yeah. is. It's really I mean, just being in there was exhausting. Too, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that that's has taken care, care of itself. itself completely. Yeah, that is for sure taking care of itself. Right. Like there used to be like every weekend there was a group of of people that would show up and they would just sit there and paint and talk. I used to be one of those people. Right. That was great. Yeah, like it just was. It was a community. Yeah, I usually have like lunch. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you know. And then back when they had like pizza and or hot dogs or something like that, something and, relatively normal. Yeah, and what person's going to pay ten dollars to paint miniatures? I will no, not. No one. And it's. I mean, well, those people that, are currently there. No one. Yeah. That exactly. He, could then be put towards a store purchase of some sort. So, I mean, the, there's there, a little yes. bit there is, more to yes. it. But, you know, to be yes. fair. So. Yes. You're not you're, you're not wrong. You do get store credit for that $10. I still just... It's hard. I don't... I don't know if this is a business decision because, you know, like, less people are visiting or if this is pushing visitors away. You know? There could be a combination of things. It's a kind of a weird location. It's a little hard to get to. It's not in a main section, right? It's kind of almost like in a warehouse district. Yeah. So, but the flip side is, it has a really nice big ass parking lot. It does, and it has. It used I, to it have has food. alcohol, which no <laughs> other game store has. It's whether or not that makes up for whatever. I don't know, like whatever's going yeah. on there. I don't know, some of, some of the chatter I ever heard from one of the employees talking down some of the customers who are going to get pinged for 80 bucks to walk in for the night. Yeah. Was that we used to have people conducting business transactions and interviews here and then they were offering nothing to the business. It was like well, okay, you can ask those people to leave. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean I guess the question is is like what are is, you a library or are well, you a business? I mean it, Coffee shops do the same thing. Are they going to kick everyone out or make you pay to sit down? Right. Like, you know. Yeah. Okay, so there's but, uh, five whatever. interviews and yeah. four of them pay you something to get a drink. That's whatever. I mean, that's not a justifiable reason in my opinion. It just feels like they're trying to make sure that people are spending money at their store, which that's not the end of the world. It just 
Well, and you know what? And if it's right. working for them and they're they're yeah. seeing that the sales are holding, then I guess they made the right choice. I don't know. Whatever. Time will tell. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. That's it, not going to impact me. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't impact us, any of us, really. But anyway. Um, fun. Congratulations, yeah. Jeff, nice job, on Jeff. being the Minnesota State champion yeah. for one whole mm-hmm. year. For starters, to start with. Um, yeah. You get, we'll get you your sash soon. Mm. I don't know. I've already got a little the, plaque in the and a, a bag of bacon. I mean, I'm living high on the hog, so. Yeah, that's true. You hopefully don't still have the bag of no. bacon. Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully you ate that already. I got eaten. Okay. Okay. Two weeks? Yeah, probably should. Yeah, it's just sitting in his Ooh. trunk still. It's like trunk bacon. Mm, trunk bacon. The trunk beers, <laughs> but worse. If anyone knows I, what that is, they, yeah, no. they, they're. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Did you know what that is? Nope. Don't want to know either. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's right. Hard pass. Yeah. I know not to ask questions. Fair. You can figure it out. Uh, <laughs> did you get through all of the, all of your uh, sponsors? Yep. Yeah, we did. All right. Should we, uh, should we look at some of these lists? Should we just start with you, Jeff? Sure. I think I could figure out. I figured out which one yours was by just the fact that it was the American <laughs> list, I guess. Well, I mean, the first top two are Americans, so, you know. Yep. Yeah, I knew they're, which one you just had machine lists. guns in it. Well, so. yeah, that would stick, make my spoiler alert. stick out. I also put first in front of his <laughs> army list name. Oh, I thought it was the just like the the division. <laughs> no, it was first place. Yeah. Anyway, should, all right, let's go through this. There's six of them. All right, go ahead. Yeah, you Jeff, you do it. It's your I list. Know, I'm you to talk about where, it. I, where I had there. There it is. Yeah. Synergy. Well, I know. I know. I, had, I already had it open. I just couldn't figure out what tab I oh. had it in here. Got two monitors. Gotcha. Like, oh my god. Mm, tab. Mm, tab. All right. So uh, yeah, sixteen order dice, eleven hundred points. Single reinforced platoon. It's all generic. Nothing fancy here. No theater selectors or anything. I didn't have to go to any other no, books you for this not. list. It was very nice. It's pretty straightforward. So far. I didn't have to go to the FAQ no, for this list. <laughs> this is that's solid. All right. Easy peasy. So, uh, it's an experienced second lieutenant. Yep. All under lonesome with the right Tax. hand. Pretty standard. Sounds about Regular right. Regular infantry squad with eight guys and two BARs. Let's do that five okay. times. Yep. Three medium machine gun teams, all inexperienced. I have grown to like that idea. It actually is delightfully functional most of the time. Yeah. Uh, I took a heavy mortar this time, which I probably won't do in the future. Inexperienced. You did not like the heavy mortar. It's it was a function of the mortar itself, not the heavy versus medium. Gotcha. Uh, I, that thing was goddamn worthless. I couldn't hit a damn thing with it. Not okay. only could I not, so I never got you... to shoot it. It just it just kept failing rally tests all day. So what would you replace it with? A medium mortar and use the eleven points somewhere else. I'm okay. not sure where yet, but probably just just because like. If it's not going to function, why spend that many points well, on it? the difference Save between points and a just... medium mortar and a heavy mortar, realistically, yeah, pretty, pretty low. How many how many times did you hit with it? Uh, maybe once in five games. Okay, because like when you hit with a heavy mortar, oh man, it's the best feeling yeah. in the world. Yeah, I don't know. It, what like that's it, like. it deletes <laughs> shit. It, like it just deletes stuff. Like it's like that's inexperienced. One pin can render. Oh, for sure. Pin. I'm not saying it. I'm not yeah. saying that it's infallible, but that happens to a medium mortar too. Absolutely like, would. It yeah. Well, you're spending a little. If I saw, points, that's the only but regular, yeah. but regular. If I saw somewhere where I needed 11 points, that would be the first oh, cut I would make. You're saying taking it regular. You took it at regular. Was, I would say, t- personally, I would take a, a medium at regular. 
for what is that? That's 50, 50 points? points. 50 points. So you'd have to find four points instead of. If lose I'm going to take anything regular, I want to start with it then. Because otherwise, there's. Yeah, right. so 60 yep. points. So you just got to find a bunch mm -hmm. of points then. It's 14 points. You probably. No, yeah, uh, there mean, is not this, 14 this points. This is pretty damn there tight. There is not yeah, 14 no, points you can't to get in this list. You'd have to lose a dude off one of the units. That's not, not that's gonna not, happen. At least a dude, two dudes. You'd have to lose almost two dudes. Anyway, no, okay. All right, keep going. Regular bazooka team. Yeah. Uh, inexperienced like. uh, no, multi launcher, 114 millimeter rocket launcher. So inexperienced multi launcher. Uh, one M8 Greyhound at regular. One yep. M24 Chaffee light tank at regular. Not recce, not Love veteran. it. Love it. Same. Love it. Love and then it. Love two, it. Dodge three quarter ton trucks with machine guns on. That's it. That's all yeah, I was just looking at the chaffee because I'm not. I'm like I don't pay attention to chaffee, but uh, not open top. Nope. Okay. I, I like the fact that your trucks are regular and have machine guns. I get yeah, so much work out oh of God. machine guns on transports. I mean, it's four points less than a regular machine gun team, so why not, right? And it can take eight dudes anywhere you want to go. And all, yeah. and hey, yeah. look at that! All my squads are eight men. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's coincidental. What an odd mm -hmm. symmetry that is. What a quinky dink. Yeah. They provide mobile fire support when you need them to. Cool. It's a very straightforward list. Yeah. has lots of dice, which is nice. I like yep. it. And I will tell you, it, it did like, everything I needed it to do. Uh, evidently. Yeah. Right. Clearly. Well, there's, there's some strength behind the player using it, to be honest. <laughs> well, yes. I would not do nearly as well. I... I like the machine. I like the machine guns and the inexperienced machine guns. I, I like the idea of them. And did I, I, they perform I, as well as you'd hoped? Uh, yes, they were superstars for me. Right, putting just basically putting a pin they on. They put pins put, on putting, things. They they killed a couple vehicles. They killed things if they got okay. close to them. Okay. And better yet, if they didn't have good targets, they were they're an infantry team. They'd run up and grab an objective. Oh, there you go. So yeah, good call. Because yeah, they can move. Yeah, I think I saw at least one. Sitting <laughs> you saw on three sitting game. your objectives that last game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got good range, good enough shots that it's still pretty good. Like you're not. I think that's the number one thing people undersell about the the team weapons. They're, they're still they infantry. Still in yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you can still you can still assault mm -hmm. with them. You know, take objectives. I mean, they're they're infantry. We, it's, it's weird that 85 episodes in, we finally are changing our tune, or 83 episodes in, we're uh, changing our tune on machine guns level. No, but not, no, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm not just exactly. reiterating my teams. Not exactly, because yeah. I would not take three regular machine gun teams. They're way, they're well, way too expensive. I wouldn't expensive. take one machine and gun team. I would not team. take one machine gun team. Yeah. But I would. It's the but three. Americans get that. It's the three that. Yeah. It's the three in the experience, I think, that's making yes. the difference and, for it. Yeah. Proper usage of the ambush rule. So. Yeah, you you have yes. to you you can't be careless with them. No, right? for sure they'll die. They'll die. Yeah, well, it's, I mean you're setting them up defensively, but you're trying to cover open lanes of fire and on ambush, then they're not getting the negatives to hit, so they can be yep. inexperienced. So. Yes. Did and you that, typically run them together, or would you spread them out? Uh, it depended on terrain and scenario, but they usually okay. almost always two of them were near each other. Sometimes they were all three together. Supporting someone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Cool. So, awesome. Yeah, it worked great. So I guess if we're going top down. We must go to Ian's team next. Yep. The the second USA DP for yep. the file. Yeah, I got a headache reading this list. I, I I already opened this one. Yeah, I got it. 
Ian's is also very recognizable because he's got some crazy stuff going on in it. Yeah, he likes these squads. So he's got the the tax of the lieutenant, inexperienced lieutenant. <clears throat> he's got a veteran squad with tough fighters, which mm-hmm. is great. Yep. And he's got these FSSF scout teams all over the F in place. Yeah. So they're for deploying wrecking troops of two men with SMGs. Right. Uh, okay, so they're infantry. He's got one, two, three, four of them in this first yeah. platoon. I think he's. I think it's a mirror. So he's got. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a total of eight of these guys. He's got the two land mattresses, and he's got the veteran M4105 yeah. Sherman. Sure. Roll on, hit on threes with three inch HE. Yeah, Have fun. I like that. I like the veterans Shermans. It's pricey, I, but I, I, you know, now that I see this, I'm totally curious if that 105 howitzer actually was gyro stabilized in the Sherman <laughs> in real life. In real I'm life, sure. <laughs> Maybe it is. I know it absolutely is on the anti-tank guns, and I'm, I'd be surprised if they did that with the artillery gun, but maybe they did. I don't recall them making well, a so distinction this, for that rule, though. So. They do not, no. Right. This is interesting, though, because there's some stuff in those FSSF units that I don't think we've ever... We maybe have talked about once or twice, but they have recce. Right, escape yeah. move. Yeah. Yes, they do. What, yeah. I, well, I mean, I guess we had the scenarios ahead of time, but sometimes small teams can't claim can't claim objectives yeah and that would be problematic that would be the only that would thing be problematic. That I'm here that might cause an yeah. issue so but if that wasn't the case with the, the scenarios then can it's, do it. it's, it's, it's beauty that was not right. that was not yeah I, yeah I think I asked Pat that because I was worried about it well and he, he's got a t- t- ass load of scouts and then he's got two land mattresses I wonder how well obviously he did well but I just an interesting I I, I, I personally shied away from multi-launchers because I had so much troop up the field yes. so quickly. Depending upon how aggressive you are. And remember, you can localize those troops all on one side. Yep. So. Well, and I, I seriously couldn't, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's got the their two-man teams. Yeah. Right. Instead yeah, they're two-man like teams, so you can get yeah. them a lot smaller. Their, footprint yeah. is, their footprint's very small. And you can, yes. with the multi-launchers, yeah, you can kind of hounds to the hunters and drive a guy forward. Sure course if he's fighting someone with with a multi-launcher then that presents a problem so that could be a problem no interesting list but nobody takes a multi-launcher so it's all good (laughs) i mean two veteran shermans scary still they're super scary as hell too 105 and that's such a good gun on it with a howitzer yeah yeah that's nine Uh, nine two armor nice yeah yeah, they're they're yeah they're Shermans. So then we can take a look at Rick's German tank platoon. Yes, let's do that. Eleven order dice. He had a little room in the cap, but uh, probably ran out. Three uh, DACA Panzers. Jesus. Yeah. That's so that's so many shots. Oh, well, uh, keeps yeah. getting better. Yeah, uh, then a motorcycle, the machine, machine gun. Yeah, I mean, that's yep. that's a great 40-point. Yep, all yeah. day long. Value, sure. Uh, assault engineers, a flamethrower, twice. Yep. Two units of them, yep. Uh, and then some veteran grenadiers with assault rifles. Yeah, that's which the first that's one. Like, odd, huh? That's an odd take. That's, well, a, that's a lot of shots has a, at 18 inches. At 18 inches, that's a problem. I don't think that's a problem. And he even had... 
he had one dude without a rifle, he could have put another assault rifle in there. He had the points. He did have the points. Probably right? didn't have the model. That's probably what it could be. Very possible. Knowing, knowing Rick, that's yep. possible. A rare sniper team, yep. which those are getting veteran, very rare. Again. Veteran, okay. Yep. Of course, the, the, the Worf and Nebels. Worf and Nebels. Yep. And a couple of trucks just to tote everyone around to make sure everyone had yep. a ride. Yeah. So I think it's a good list. The teams are small enough that he fit both teams, you know, all four teams inside both those trucks. So, yeah, it's yeah. the the eleven order dice is a little low for what I would like, but everything else about this is kind of brutal. <laughs> I mean, got three Panzers with a ton of shots, yeah. right? Eighteen. You want to make plus they can yeah. take air tanks. You want to make well, they light anti tank guns just fine, yeah. But you want to make sure you get a chance yeah. to use those. This is a, an aggressive order. list. I mean, Very. it's like a point, a tip of the spear kind of a list. Absolutely. It's going to hit yeah, along totally. a narrow front really hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. Fun. Yeah, there's some cool stuff in there. It's, uh, I don't know if I have more to say about that yep. list. Good list, though. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah. so the fourth list was Ryan's uh, German reinforced platoon. The, the SS Cavalry. Line. Yeah. It's got a whopping SS second lieutenant, which is the cheapest uh, you can find. It is. One of the D-Day books. Yeah. Inexperienced. You can't normally yeah, get into experience. Yeah, well. With All blind right. obedience makes them even cheaper. Which that's yeah, the that's funny. one they just have to do whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then he's got a cavalry division with a bunch of submachine guns and Panzer and a couple of Panzerfaust twice. So eight dudes, eight regular dudes on horseback with three, four SMGs and two Panzerfaust. That's pretty good. Yep. Move around pretty good. 110 points for 10 guys. That's good. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. Uh, Field Jaeger Corp. Battle Bulge. With, uh, yeah, a mix of weapons. Oh, these uh, uh, traffic direction. Get back in the fight so these guys will help you move. Sure. Uh, Strong Pioneer Squad. Fairly mundane. I forget what they're. Oh, they forward deploy, don't they? Yes. Yeah, spot troop. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Heavy mortar experience, of course. Nebel Warfare, yep. why not? A hot kiss. That's Good nice. Tank. It's a little different than what you normally see. Look what's on it. And then that's why. Oh, it's got yeah. a multi launcher and it's got a multi launcher. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Can you turret mounted. Uh, I'm assuming the rocket launcher is turret mounted too. Uh, no, no. Nope. Nope. So you can shoot them yep. both. Yep. Interesting. For that price, pretty good. 145 so points. The multi launcher goes here, and this gun goes there. Yep. Yep. That's, yeah, it's a three sixty. The multi launcher is a direct forward. Forward arc. Okay, yeah. front arc. Yeah, there you go. Okay, yep. we just make sure you turn the cart the, the yep. truck the right way. Thankfully, they pivot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do just fine. It'll <coughs> be all right. Fun. And another inexperienced one. Some more. Some Straff Battalion. Sure, why not? They're shirkers. Just nice order dice. Actually, oh, and the war correspondent. Yeah, one of the two. Yep. There you go. And some more Strapuppin. Another heavy mortar. Another Nebelwerfer. And then a whatever the hell that is. The last thing? That's a Bren yeah. carrier with a thirty-six oh. on it. Yep. 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 Oh yeah, so he, he sent me a snippet of an article that he was painting this to. So uh, I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Why not? <laughs> Fargastel Bren. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting yeah. list. Mm-hmm. Ryan Ryan tends to get kind of similar to Ian, so Yeah, so 
So Ryan and I had some back and forth with his lists, and I I actually cued uh, um, Russ Wright. I'm like, hey, this guy is like right in the cusp for every single list in scrutiny. He's like, well, he sounds like someone would be good for checking lists. I'm like, he'd be really good for checking <laughs> lists. And so I put put those two in contact, and they're they're uh, ironing out the kinks for how the World Open War list will be. Uh, they're going to give us. Hopefully very soon they're going to give us the actual criteria for building those, and he will be part of the team that is checking mm. those lists, obviously, since he's not playing. So I'm like, yeah, he's perfect for that, absolutely. And by the way, here, check out all his YouTube videos. Like, oh, my God, this guy's awesome. I'm like, yep, pretty much. <laughs> Ryan knows the units very, very well. So um, I'm glad I'm glad he's actually going to be part of that team. That's nice. awesome. That is awesome. Cool. And then we got Monty's list, which we kind of talked about. This is this is the standard home cooking. This is the creme de la creme of optimized British lists. Uh, he's got a piat. Well, can't make all of the optimized. Sometimes choices. you put one pinch of salt. Sometimes you put yeah. two. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, I mean, everything piat. else in here is pretty much the yeah. Two light howitzers, yeah. the trucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. Is it two flamethrowers? Do I see two, two flamethrower flame teams? Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep, yep. Probably just like I needed some point. I need to put some points somewhere, so I'm going to put them in this. No, he said I wanted flamethrowers. Yeah. Oh no, 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 the Piat team. I'm making oh, justification for the Piat team. Flamethrowers. Uh, he, he wanted some extra anti-tank. Right. Yep. Right. Just a little extra or something. I mean, with yeah, a small team, if you got two flamethrowers running around, the Piat may not draw attention. Yep. It's just so short of range. Oh, yeah. It also yeah, might yeah, not yeah. do anything. Yeah, it just might not do anything yet. It's been my result with the Piat is they generally don't, don't do anything. There are, there are so, so many bad. things in this list that are target priority. That Piat team is not on your radar oh, at all. Yeah. You still got a couple of trucks, yeah. too. Right. So, I mean, there's... Yep. Yeah. And a Jeep. I'd be happy that being the Piat team with the Gurkhas running around yeah. everywhere. I'm, we're Let good. the Piat stay. Kill the Gurkhas. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. It's a good list. Uh, yeah. Do we do we, we didn't drain this, but it doesn't need to be drained. It's just a ton of Gurkhas and two it's really solid and some flamethrowers, two light howitzers. I mean, it's got it all. And it's remember, those howitzers about. are the ones that can also shoot anti tank rounds. Right, it's the yep. light artillery. Yeah, this twenty five pounder. Yep, yep. sixteen hundred guys. Yeah, it's it's it, brutal. It does it's it does a good. lot of things pretty pretty well. Yeah, it's brutal hard to play against. <laughs> Okay, and then uh, we've got the Japanese list that Jeff had mentioned too, and this is the sixth one. Yeah, the Japanese list. Yep. So two veteran squads, maybe more. He's got scout squad in there too. I like the scout squads. Uh, That's only a three man scout squad, but well, it's got behind enemy lines too, which is kind of nice. That just means they outflank without the minus one. Right. I think they get this is more than that, right? It's a little more than that. No, that's what behind. That's all it is. I'm thinking of something else. What am I thinking of the other one? There's, oh, I've been paying, looking at Finland shit. I, Which is weird because why would you have a scout squad and then also behind enemy lines if you're going to scout? I feel scout like a lot of scout the scout squads have that ability. Yeah, flavor. It's flavor. Sure. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's flavor, flavor. Sure. The spigot, of course, we talked about. There's the yeah. Type 87 Based. armor car. Yeah, I remember that bastard. Just a bunch of machine gun shots. I mean, 10 machine gun shots is nothing to sneeze at. Oh no no I'm not I'm not just dis- I'm not yeah, discounting it at all. No, there's a Shinhoto. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Light truck, and then here comes the second squad. Another ten- the two Bambir Spirit Fighters, an Engineer Squad, two Suicide Tanks, another Spigot, and there's a Hago. 
There's, there's it's kind of a pretty, pretty it's solid a list. Very, overall. very good list. Some oh, scary stuff yeah. in here. How many? Two? Only two suicide dudes? You know, I think it, I don't know that you need more than that when you have two tanks as yeah. well. Right. A lot of times they're, you take um, more. Because the, the, the Hago isn't exactly a great anti-tank. Against stewards, it's just fine. And the Hago, Plus three, I would so with every time. Points. It's not that it's not... Yeah, I'm not discounting right. how cheap they are. I just want to... It, they're really small, I'm just too. looking at his anti-tank capability. I guess... How, what is this big and more... It looks like a four-inch AT. is that? But it's only a plus two pen. Yeah, yeah. that's right. But it's D6 yeah, plus Chiha. two pens. Okay, well, you just shut things the down. Chiha and, and your go. suicide yep. anti-tank, guys. So. Yep. Yep. It's a... It's a that engineer team has a flamethrower in it, too, I think. So, yeah. Oh, the Chi yes. and the Chiha has plus yeah, five. Yeah, Chiha's an excellent tank. It is. Yeah, it's a beast. So as far as uh, list grossity, yeah. this one and Monty's take the cake for list grossities. <laughs> uh, followed shortly behind I, by I Ryan's. I would put Monty at the top. And one Monty's step is below first, is, yeah. is this one. Because this Japanese list could be and worse. And then finishing third so will be Ryan's. Yeah, actually, both of them. It could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, told, yeah. I, I told him, Dale, I says, you know, I was like, oh, you got some veterans here. He goes, yeah, I like to play them like this. And I was like, yeah, Dale plays. This is how Dale plays the Japanese too. He sneaks veterans in every so often like this. You gotta be ready for that. Yeah, I don't run the the bamboo spearmen myself. So, but no, but I definitely understand why people do, especially if there are Gurkhas on the field. Yeah. So. Yep. The the two uh, like uh, yeah. yeah, matter and antimatter will make each other go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope so anyway. <laughs> I just you better be bringing big squads of bamboo guys. What bamboo squad? Yep. You just need. You just need the Gurkhas to fluff a roll. You need to get the charge on the Gurkhas. Right. But how many rolls do you need before they're going to fluff it? I guess no, no, you question. just need to get the charge on the Gurkhas. Yep. That's, yep uh, yeah, that works 15, too. I mean, there's 15 bamboo spearmen. I mean, it's like... Yep. And there's usually no more than eight Gurkhas. At max, there's eight. At max, there's sure. eight Gurkhas. And they don't get scary... I'm running in the tents now. Scary blighters when they get charged. 50% more than... Oh, they don't that get scary blighters? not so. true. Was it not? What? No. They always yeah. get scary yeah, they don't, they don't lose yeah, scary player if you get charged. They necessarily have to get no. the charge. It's just... Oh, I thought they only halved on the salt. Oh, well. No. Well, All I didn't charge him, so... Even on average... Yeah. Actually, someone someone had asked me that earlier in the round, and I'm like, no, they always Yeah, they always have scary blighters, huh. but it's the up and at them that, I mean, so... Yes. Yeah, well... It's the up and at that makes them worse. Which, to that, you know, just... Chalk full of unit with a bunch of SMGs and the up and atoms kind of like, eh, I'd rather have blood crow in charge right now, thank you. Yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> but then you just go Maori. Well, I was going to so. say the problem is the, Maori. The, the Maori, yeah. British have so many special rules. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yep. Hard to keep track of them. Yeah, good list. Some, some different well. fun ones, though, at the top, which is cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Lots of scouts in some of these lists, too. Which, like, um, just several of these which lists have kudos scouts. to you, Pat, opening up the book a little bit and letting people pick some shit. So. Yeah. Yeah, let it, yeah, let it, yeah, a few let folks it go. took advantage of that. So. Yeah, like I said, I, I think I'm almost ready to, like, okay, buy your officer, buy your two infantry, and buy whatever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you could do that. I'd be yeah, interesting. Maybe it's just as a test run. Maybe we'll do that in our in our uh, our list. I mean, there's uh, Discord. There's, try that. See what see some, what comes well, up. See what do you what do you generate? I mean, it's God. Towards the end of Warhammer, 
uh, Rogers put together a tournament where it's like it's a thousand points or fifteen hundred points, whatever it was. You can pick any unit from any book. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's oh like, Lord. you know, what's the yeah. sickest thing you could put together? But everyone knew what it was. Show yeah. me your grossness. So. All sorts of yeah. stuff that should never yeah. have happened in that book. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just bring you vanilla. So, <laughs> right. So if you've listened this far, and go ahead in our list in our Discord uh, list building. Show me what you can throw together with if you have just your 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 compulsory, and what else at a thousand points? Um, from what do you from, got? All from the same faction, though. I mean, don't don't put well, yeah. with with all from German. the same what? From the same? No, no, no play, no mixing yeah. Germans and, and okay. British. All right. Yeah. Fine. I'd be curious to see or, what people. Or mi- I'd be curious what people do if they brought if they made an all axis or all allies list. No, keep the same nation. Fine. Yeah, all right, same faction, same country. Sure. Let's worry about that. Oh for my god! If I could four. take British, if I could take a couple British units from my Americans, I would break this game. <laughs> so let's not go there yet. Well, right, because the problem is, is the British by themselves break yeah, all of these rules because they're they're like fourteen. They don't have no, moving no fire powers. We don't need that. Yeah, no those, those guys. Can leave. My list is all naval no. observers. Do whatever they want. We're not playing a tournament. Yeah, the chief platoons of naval observers. We'll tell you what you can't do later. Don't tell people they can't do stuff yeah. now. Let's see oh, how yeah, the stupid right. shit they come up there with. And then we tell them, yeah, don't take like, that. Well, let's not. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's a silly place. We're not going to go there. Anyway, uh, super cool. It's, yeah, it's cool to see some of these lists, for sure. I'd play the American. I'd play your American list. Should I play Ian's American list? That looks like fun, yeah. too. Two Shermans is brutal. Sounds fun. Two veterans. All right, I think... Uh, think we've done enough damage for one night don't Probably. you think yeah all right i'd agree yeah I, I think we all concur uh pat would you lead us out then please all right this is snafu have a good night oh, guys. Out. good night everybody good night fellas good night everyone hey great show tonight guys <laughs>
tomorrow just you wait and see the shepherd will tend his sheep the valley will bloom again and Jimmy will go to sleep in his own little room again there'll be Just you wait and see. Uh, I haven't posted anyway, on Twitter what, in a really long who, time. So what's what's the name of the other one? It's like picking up steam. TikTok. No, no, God, no. I, don't I didn't know. know there was another one. It's like. It's like named after some big monster beast thing. Oh gosh! Release the kraken. No, it's no. something dumber than that, unfortunately. Oh. What's the one from uh, Norse mythology? Gwendol. Uh, Your mother. mastodon. Sorry, it's mastodon. Is is oh. the one I was thinking? Is of. that the new a new incarnation? Okay. It is a an alternative. I am not on that one. I'm not on that one either. Nope. <laughs> I'm, Having I'm just supp- found out about it, I have not signed up. Supposedly, I guess I'm on Twitter, but I, I don't check Twitter for anything. Um, We're on Twitter. I mean, Snafu is, but I haven't checked that in a very long there's time. There's another so. one called Clubhouse? Oh, God. Since, like, episode six. That one sounds, that sounds very we're, uh, we're, we're getting into social media stuff here. We we can... That's not... Yeah, yeah that's a good okay. call. Let's, let's, move, let's move along. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I don't know what that one is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's a piece of really... Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's not. Anyway, all right. Hey, we, the only tangent I don't I'm think you have bit. to delete too much out of this one. Just me talking about social media shit. Just that one. I got that marked. <laughs> I don't I'm even think it was that bad, us. so...